0: welcome to visionaries global media your number one source for podcasting entertainment visionaries global media envisioning excellence on a global scale this
1: is band from
0: ringside tonight on the band from ringside podcast we have your full gear predictions the usos Break the record, break New Day's tag team reign record in the WWE. We got Survivor Series news. And Bill's most controversial prediction came true this week. And I just want to say it was a good week for predictions <laughs> for your boy, Bill. <laughs> that and a whole bunch more tonight on the Ban for Ringside podcast. <laughs>
2: It just took two goddamn decades with fucking Brodus it Clay. It <laughs> It feels like five.
0: <laughs> Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. Welcome to the Man for Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Bill Nagy, as always, a.k.a. Bumpkin Pie.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say Bumpkin Pie? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> bumpkin Pie. Uh, <laughs> Eat potato pie, <laughs> squash, <laughs> potatoes, and gravy. The job be cooker. And sitting directly across from me is Jason Crinley as well. Is one the squash potato pie. <laughs> That's
1: the one. <laughs> oh,
0: wait. I forgot about one. Uh. Gene Bean Casserole.
1: <laughs> we oh, know some Gene one. Bean.
0: I went back to Bo and I was like, What do you think about mean Gene Casserole? He's like, Do it either way. <laughs> I should say that the Jobbly Cooker the jobly Cooker, was provided by Patriot Pat. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, what's going on, JCB? Thank
2: you, Patriot Pat. Uh, shit, how are the Patriot Pat? What's up, dog? Hey, shit up, man. Same old shit. You know, just grinding it out, watching a shit ton of wrestling, trying to keep up. And on that lovely note, I I'll ask the congregation to bow their heads as I read from the latest edition of the Band from Ringside podcast, volume 283, chapter 3, verse 14, and the good smart say it. Hashtag boo the heels. It's all good, baby. Listen, share, subscribe, repeat the holy trinity of BFR. Big week of wrestling. Uh, We were just talking about it off air. Uh, Stardom and New Japan's crossover. Stardom has a, a show on the 19th. They're doing a crossover show on my birthday. Thank you to Japan. I love you motherfuckers. I mean, you couldn't have picked today day better for me. My two favorite promotions, having a show on the same day on my birthday. Pfft, please, happy birthday to your boy.
0: And out there in Portland, Oregon, the beautiful Pacific Northwest of the United States of America, we have James Two Mears What's Two Mears BFR Weston
2: house.
3: Yeah, so uh, congrats to Bill on uh, another year and also on the shittiest take in the history of the podcast coming true. Uh, I just I just realized, like, you, I always made fun of the of Clay thing. I had no idea who of Clay was. It just sounded funny because I had no idea who he was. Uh, and then I realized it was Tyrus, and it got even funnier. So now NWA stands for In Words With Accomplishments.
0: Wow. I was expecting you and to go Fox. I was you. expecting you to go Fox News something because I know he had that show on Fox News for a while. He still Just, does. Let, let me. Does he really?
2: Yeah, he's on uh, like Weekly or whatever. That's
3: why they did it. Yeah. he's literally on Fox News at the end with the ten pounds of gold. Like oh, jeez, Like a I Cheshire, Cheshire a cat. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: so for those of you that might have missed this, uh, this is an old prediction that well predates uh, the the podcast. Probably goes back to like two thousand. Eight or Keep, something? Yeah, give or take. It was when uh, Brodus Clay was on NXT, and he came in second on NXT. That was before NXT. That was before the black and gold. That was when it was kind of like tough enough almost. almost. But um, he came in second to Johnny Curtis, uh, later known as Fandango. And when he came in second, he cut a promo on NXT, like on the company, and on the fans talking about how he was going to make them all regret it. And it's it was a sick Sick promo, and I was watching. I was like, "This guy has got it all." I like, <laughs> Look at this motherfucker! And so I came into the bar, and I was talking to Jason and David Patterson was there, friend of the show, and I believe. Joey O'Farrell was there too, and I was. Talking, right. I was talking about how like Brothers Clay was like guaranteed to be world champion. Now I probably said WWE champion, and I probably <laughs> oh, yeah, said, I probably said within the next five years or something. <laughs> but all that shit's lost to time because he is now world champion of the NWA. So congratulations, Brothers Clay fuck you and fuck your fox show <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
2: so out of morbid curiosity i had to watch the i haven't watched the match itself but i watched the the uh the nwa power episode afterwards
0: <sighs> you know what I I, just, sh- I I don't get it you know what I, now that i'm thinking about it i should have gone tonight on the bad for ringside podcast somebody call your mama somebody,
1: <laughs> somebody
0: call, call your, your mama, mama. <laughs> But anyway, All
2: right, we're just going to go back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're coming at you from uh, uh, cold St. Charles, Missouri. But I got this new uh, – I got this table, and it's got one of those propane fire things in the middle with the rocks. And me and Jason, I it's not
1: that bad out here. Not that pretty, bad. Pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know what that the weather-
0: is something- Real deal Suburb. suburban white people. I knew, <laughs> I knew, I knew what he was, was going to say. When, Thank you, very when Zach, much. When Zach came to my house out in the suburbs when I first moved here, he's like, "Oh, you guys got a fridge out in the you guys got a fridge out in the garage. This is the real suburbs."
1: <laughs> <laughs> you made it. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> the first thing he said. Anyway, we got a bunch of stuff to get to. Let's, <laughs> without further ado, let's get to that recap.
1: Say,
2: Mama, I made it. Wow. Dude,
0: jcb kick it
2: off uh we're going to talk uh wwe main roster for the one count obviously uh bill talked about it and we're going to delve into it right now to me the one of the two biggest stories of the week was obviously the new day versus the usos for the undisputed tag team championships it opened up smackdown which was a little bit of a surprise but considering how they closed smackdown it's not that much of a surprise neither here nor there um Usos retained, obviously, so they broke the record on Monday, if I'm not mistaken, to overtake the New Day for most consecutive days as WWE Tag Team Champions. Um, I said it before. I'll say it again. I know FTR is going to get the beefer. The Usos are just right behind them, in my opinion, and this match. And I know Bill's going to probably dog it because we've seen New Day and Uso 15 trillion times. But this 15 trillion time and one was just as good as the other 15 trillion. Yeah, so i will just
3: dog it because Xavier Woods is
2: in it. True story, true years. story. Unprofessional <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> he does not like Xavier Woods, and Xavier did block him. So there's something to be said about that. Um Usos, like I said, retained. I thought this was a really good match. It was a great curtain jerker to start things off on SmackDown. So the next thing about SmackDown, um, I wouldn't consider it too important, but something noteworthy, uh, the SmackDown World Cup. So we're going to have eight guys in the SmackDown World Cup. The winner, unfortunately, will have to face Gunther for the IC title. Um, it As a tournament guy, I like tournaments. Um, not necessarily – too jazzed about this tournament just because a lot of the names in this tournament have kind of uh, not been used or I guess built up to the point where it feels like anybody can win this tournament to me the the one guy that stands out above all others unfortunately is Braun Strowman Um, he did win on Monday night I expect Braun Strowman to unfortunately win this Smackdown World Cup and face Gunther somewhere down the line. So I'll, I'll give it to you guys, let you guys talk about either or whichever we want to talk about.
0: Zach, go ahead.
3: I really want to uh, commend them for the opening match of the SmackDown. Just this was good shit, man. Uh, you've got this about to be longest reigning tag team champs, and they have to face the previous reigning tag team champs, right? Like that's really smart booking. You have to get through the uh, current record holders in order to actually maintain your championship status and get that, uh, that longest record. And they did that. And I think that was super fun. And they just have fantastic chemistry. So uh, absolutely. uh, You know, Usos. whether you're talking kayfabe, whether you're talking um, not kayfabe, you know, it is arguable that anybody else has done more besides FTR. Uh, it was just really good, and uh, I love that they gave him like a, it was like a twenty-five minute match to open SmackDown. And yeah, that's it was just awesome. like
2: Two commercial breaks, something like that. But yeah, it it was uh it was really good. Who do you uh who do you like in this SmackDown World Cup?
3: Um, you know i I do appreciate this. You, you know, you give it some international flair. Uh, it is. Still, you know, it still has like Americans in it. Uh, it looks, you know, I, I really enjoy this because, you know, it's not something that WWE necessarily does. This is kind of, um, you know, I would, I would be more likely to feel like this would be something that AEW does, um, for sure. in order to, um, I'm like blanking because I'm three beers deep here and uh, just hit, some, hit my vape pen. But uh, I'm gonna look at the names and I'll get back to you on that.
0: Jesus, Christ. I'm always. I, I, I gotta admit, I'm always a little bit. I, I love tournaments, also. I got. I'm a little bit skeptical of tournaments that don't have brackets. As soon as the tournament starts, Agreed. because then it's kind of like
2: we can make it up as we go.
0: Do it as they go along, and oh, so that's that's what's happened. That's probably that, why. That's I'm, yeah. That's that's why we don't know what exactly it's going to look like. Um, Going back to the Usos New Day Usos and the New Day Have uh, defined WWE tag teams for The better part of a decade I mean the Usos have been around even longer than The New Day have as a tag team Even though it took the Usos a while Mm. To even get a WrestleMania match I remember they were like 7 years in And they were talking about getting their first WrestleMania match And look where they are now So I mean you know, Stick with it kids uh What's what's the best new day? I'm I'm not gonna dog this match. This match was tons of fun, and I and I watched it without knowing who won, and which is the best way to watch it. Obviously, it was a really fun match. What's what's the best new day? Usos match? From, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah that's that, the one. That's yeah. what I, that's what I was gonna say too. The Hell in a Cell w- was memorable. Uh, still, I mean it stole the show that night and i think there were 3 on matches that night but anyway congratulations to the usos you know it's 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 a fake record but it's a record you know it's a wwe record and sometimes you know <laughs> I, I mean i'm just i'm just saying like what
2: you mean it's fake
0: booking has to come into this at some point like it's it's not just that they were it's like undertaker streak booking came into it a bunch of times True. like he could have lost his fifth one you know they could have He wasn't going
2: to lose to Giant Gonzalez.
0: I think that was six. (laughs) Or no, six was the tag team with Nathan Jones. Um, But, yeah, congratulations to the Usos. Very cool, as Zach said. Uh, Long-term booking, that's good. I I think it's fine if Braun Strowman wins the SmackDown Cup as long as he doesn't go over Gunther. Duh. I mean, that's it. Or or else he goes over Gunther and then Gunther goes to the the top of the card. Okay, but then... Sammy
3: winning, and because that's like a phenomenal matchup, especially with Sammy being such a babyface right now. And you know, you know, he's a great, he's smaller than Gunther. You know that he could play that role perfectly. We could really get a classic WWE match
0: out of those two. Sammy and Gunther for sure. Yeah, that would no be, doubt.
2: that would be very, very interesting to say the least. Um, Bloodline comes out. Well, they go in the back for the Bloodline episode or segment. No big deal. Um, Santos Escobar versus Nakamura is the next matchup. That is a SmackDown World Cup match. Um, Love Nakamura, but unfortunately, a lot of his stuff is starting to go towards Japan, more so towards the January 1st match versus the Great Muda. So, to me, this was very obvious who was going to win. Santos Escobar goes over clean. Then you had a one, two, three, four, five, six woman uh, match. Winner gets Ronda Rousey at, ooh, excuse me, uh, Survivor Series. Shotzi surprisingly goes over. She gets Ronda Rousey next. Um, obviously, this is going to be a setup for Ronda Rousey to go over and set up something else for down the line. Um, Bray Wyatt and LA Knight have an interesting backstage segment. Go ahead, Bill.
0: Who would have thought? That Bray Wyatt, after his return, his first interaction with another wrestler was going to be Eli Drake. Who I, I, I was going to f- say who who that was not yes. on my
2: bingo card.
0: No, not
2: at all. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say that straight out. This was it started with LA night and then you saw the um Firefly, Upside Down Firefly and The background, I can't think who the backstage reporter was, was distracted multiple times. Then L.A. Knight finally was like, what the hell are you looking at? And then next thing you know, here comes Bray. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I mean, you got two good talkers on the mic, so let's just see what kind of happens. And Bray kind of challenges L.A. Knight. You know, how far are you willing to go to make things happen? I forget the L.A. Nightline line about the puppets. What did he say about the puppets? He said, go, he back. Said, he
3: said, go play with your puppets and stick them wherever gives you pleasure.
2: That was the line right there. I popped. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, it's on now. So I'm like, okay, so what's going to happen? I feel
0: like this was a step in the right direction, though, because it was Bray acting like a... Acting like a normal wrestler, yeah. a little bit rather than acting like it, it
2: had nothing to do with Uncle Howdy, and it had everything to do with the human interaction that ultimately is going to have to happen. I don't care if you and want to do, even though I'm
3: sorry to interrupt, no, even though La Knight did like take the bump and he didn't get knocked out by a headbutt, like he was like in his face cutting a promo on him like an Eli Drake promo, you know, like mm. and Bill I think described it. He described the Eli Drake L.A. Night thing perfectly one time when he said, "This is he's just pl- trying to be the Rock and Stone Cold at the same time." Yes, and he's, he's good at it. But he was at least in his face cutting a promo. He wasn't crying in a corner because he's scared about you know him hanging out uh, upside down in a bridge with his dreadlocks hanging down. You know,
0: <laughs> I totally forgot I said that until you said it. Yeah, no, that, you, that is a pretty good description. <laughs> no, that's you,
2: brother. <laughs> that's yes. you right there. <laughs> yes. uh, backstage interaction with Rick and Shane Gunther, no big deal. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna cross pass with Shotzi. Uh, Shayna Baysworth chokes out uh, Shotzi. They'll set up a match next week. More Drew and uh, Kieran Cross. Tiebreaker has got to come up, I'm assuming, somewhere past uh, Survivor Series because it feels like the Survivor Series teams on the men's side should probably be set. We'll talk about that here in a second. The return of the Viking Raiders coming back and taking out both Hit Row and Log- Logal del Fantasma was a bit of a surprise. Um, I thought one or the other would get checking out. Taking out both teams is really putting over the Viking Raiders and Sarah we-
0: Logan returned also.
1: <laughs> Oof. I'm
2: just, I'm just throwing Oof. it out there, Max the Imperial wants her shit back. Um, Hit Row I think is in some tr- a little bit of trouble, not big trouble, but after a hot start, I see them getting worked over by Logata Logata Del Fantasma a week before, two weeks before, and now taking that work from the Viking Raiders. Hit Rose seems like in a little bit of trouble. And then the final segment of SmackDown sets up the Survivor Series where you have the bloodline come out, and it felt like Roman was going to anoint something on the Usos, and then you had the Braun Brutes interrupt with Drew McIntyre coming subsequently thereafter. Eight guys in the ring. Two spots left, one on each side. Sammy's going to take one pick. Are we still saying KO is the other pick? Apparently,
3: well, He's got a sprained
2: MCL right now. Yeah.
0: So Apparently he's still going to go. Yeah, I heard he sprained his MCL, but he finished the match, even though he tweaked it in the middle of the match. It still seems like it's going to be KO. I mean, if it's not KO, I can't imagine who it would be.
2: I think you can but hide I mean, KO did, in the city.
3: to fill somebody
0: in there, but...
3: You could also do that, like you said, like depending on the degree of the injury, clearing him, you know, to be the last guy in or whatever,
2: and, right? Or
0: take a big bounce and sit out, you know, whatever.
2: That's what I was going to say. I was going to say he doesn't have to be in there that long.
0: If it's not KO, it should be somebody that maybe doesn't add too much to the story to the match, but can add to the spectacle of the match. And so I would nominate. Mm-hmm. I would nominate Ricochet. <laughs> I mean, did you say Shane McMahon? He said Shane McMahon. Dude. I did. I was just gonna. I was just gonna move right through it. I just wasn't even gonna. Wasn't even gonna acknowledge it.
2: No, you, i was gonna say. <laughs> do, do you even think Shane has a place in the Triple H regime at this point? Fuck
0: no, man. He's been hating his brother-in-law the, for fucking years and years and years. That being said, Steve. You know, I would. Steve could fill in on the podcast. I mean. I don't hate Steve. Huh? I, you know, he can film on the podcast. I don't hate Steve as much.
1: I only like kind of hate Steve, you, Steve, and that only has
0: to do with the 49ers shit. <laughs> all the fucking text messages I receive whenever the 49ers beat the fucking Rams. That mean,
2: shit. That's great. Um, Let's flip over. I the, would
0: throw him off a cage, though. Oh, oh, Steve, dude, you, you're gonna
2: fucking Undertaker your brother-in-law. He off- was
0: so nice to me this weekend. He got me beers. He made me chili for my birthday and everything. And here I am, yeah, Re-paying yeah. Him. I throw <laughs> you ass off the cage off Steve. a
2: 15 foot high steel cage. Come find me, Steve. <laughs> Steve Patterson, you are now on the list. Yep. Um, let's flip over to Raw for a second. Um, we ha- opened up with uh Seth Rollins kind of feel like he's doing a john cena open challenge with the u.s title i love the john cena open challenge i think that was one of the few things i did like about the john cena run from start to finish where he did have the open challenge it feels like seth Rollins is kind of following on that path bobby lashley comes out to kind of accept the challenge but doesn't really accept the challenge it feels like that's going to be something down the line perhaps a survivor series match we'll see what happens there Ali is the one ultimately taking the work from Bobby Lashley Seth Rollins disappears as Ali comes out and steps into the fray Bobby Lashley to me re-establishes or reinforces better choice of words his heel flip from last week destroying Ali in mere seconds. Well, I wouldn't say mere seconds, but to me this was basically a squash. When you got the crowd chanting one more time for the guy that's supposed to be the babyface that's catching that work. That's a little, a bit of a problem for Ali. And like I said, establishes me establishes Bobby Lashley to me as the next mid-card heel to deal with Seth Rollins at some point. OC in the back They cut a promo, no big deal. Um, That leads to Mia Yim versus Tamina. Mia Yim wins. So Damage Control tries to bring Mia Yim over to their side. Obviously, that does not happen. Mia Yim is going to join Team Bianca. So last week, we were thinking that the two spots left would be Sasha and Naomi. Now we're down to one. Still think it's going to be one or the other, or are we going to go with the wild card?
0: I'm gonna go with Beth Phoenix. I mean, if Rhea Ripley gets added, uh, you know, which she is, yeah, I know. Rhea Ripley's in there, and Beth Phoenix, and Beth Phoenix hasn't been seen since Rhea Ripley uh, gave her the concerto after Edge said I quit. I mean, it makes sense. Bring Beth Phoenix back. Two beer. Same.
2: Candice Gray to me is the outside looking in, but storyline but- sense, it, I would for once again. If Beth wasn't in prime wrestling condition, you can hide her in a match like this. I
0: mean, Becky Lynch is out there too. Becky Lynch is out there too. Charlotte's out there also. You know, to join Team Bianca. I don't know. I'm just saying, War Games. Uh, it was a. It wasn't War Games designed as a four horsemen style match. It wasn't It's it's a Flair thing, right?
3: Dust, Dusty made it, and
0: Flair was in the first few. Right. Yeah. So, I guess, are you saying Cody could come back as the babyface? No,
2: we're holding him out for a Royal Rumble. You know that. Calm down. Cat going to
0: be
3: dirty 30 in the Royal Rumble. Psh,
2: my dog. <laughs> Riddle versus Gable. Uh, a slap-together match, but one of the better matches on the show. Chad Gable goes over and in a bit of a surprise. Um, are we worried about Matt Riddle, or are we just calling him off?
0: Dane, I'm, not, I'm not worried about
3: him. I don't, No, he's super over. It is weird. Uh, It seems like they just don't want to put him at the top. And I don't know if it's because he's kind of, he is kind of a, I don't want to say a problem. He's kind of a wild card uh, as far as things go. You know, he's very outspoken. He's a legit shooter. Uh, He's got, he's had the whole sexual, you know, you know, misconduct thing out thing, um, I just feel like they he, they could go all the way with him,
0: but they don't. I don't I, know what the reason is. But I mean, he's,
1: he, I, I'm not he's worried. Always going to be
0: over. He's always going to be over. As a baby face, he is. He gets tons of TV time. But you know who else gets tons of TV time is Chad Gable, and Chad Gable hasn't had a win in a long time. So I mean, they, they're both yeah, they're, they're both two shooters. And they and that was a tremendous match, and I would have liked to have seen another seven minutes of it. To yeah, be honest. It,
2: it was forget for a match that didn't have any build. It, like I said, to me, it was one of the better matches of the car. I, I
0: mean, clearly, I'm a Gable Mark, but I mean, I was I was a big fan of this match. Ms. Yeah, TV totally.
2: is the next segment up. Ms. Um, comes out in the usual I'm sorry garb after you've done something in a public manner, <laughs> where it's he looks like Mister Rogers. Um, Johnny Gargano comes out, basically playing the foil to Miz once again, setting up next week's match, Dexter Loomis versus Miz once again. If Dexter Loomis wins, he gets money paid back owed, and he gets the WWE contract. I cannot wait for this fucking storyline to end. This is just
1: dragging.
0: Zach, what do you think? Uh,
3: The thing that made this better was I watched the Hulu edition and the closed captioning. Uh, had the Miz saying, <laughs> I, I regret that I pegged Dexter Loomis instead of paid. So good. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit.
1: But, uh,
3: it is absolutely time to put a bow on this thing. Uh, uh,
0: as a huge Gargano mark, that's, that's well-established. I fast-forwarded through this part.
2: Ooh, I'm I mean, telling.
0: Listen, I'm just saying... What they're trying to do, and Gargano, another guy getting a ton of TV time, and that's good for him. They are trying to establish him as a likable character with the fan base that wasn't familiar with him on NXT. And while they're doing that, they're making him really funny. They're having him with The Miz, who, who is super well-established, always gets tons of TV time, and the crowd uh, has always been a heel, basically, and still gets... Uh, legit heat from the crowd. So he was
3: really good in this. Like him, just saying, like uh, if you would just be quiet, so that I can get through this and finish. It just, and just he said it like multiple times, and he's just like begging for action, and they gave him exactly what he wanted. He was he was good.
0: He's always really good. The, the, the Miz is always really good. I I only have so much time to devote to Unless watching wrestling. wrestling. I'm watching wrestling. I assume that the Miz was good while they're establishing Gargano with the crowd. To get him to the point, so he is their new underdog babyface champion, a la Daniel Bryan. I am just going to skip the TV segments. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's bottom line. That's I'm, what that's I'm, that's I'm, what I'm Like, doing. I
3: got to drive to work now. That's cutting like a whole to, extra hour out of my day. It I don't really have time is. For this.
0: I'm not turning – I'm not I'm – not, uh, I am not. I'm have turned on some wrestling while I'm driving in traffic. Control, oh, but... no! <laughs> what are you doing? Dude? Just to listen to it. Just to listen yeah, to my ass back like, saying,
2: oh, Zach Sabre Jr. did what? Uh, this,
0: this I'm not totally watching Sabre Jr. matches on 40. <laughs> I, I Trust yeah. me, I'm not.
3: This is very in character because the first time uh, I said uh, something about uh, – to Mark lot about uh, you <laughs> – about you. You're like, does he drive a white Subaru? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, he almost hit me on grand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You were probably watching wrong.
2: Right. Catching that shit up. Oh, shit. (laughs) damn motherfucker why don't you walk, try, actually, watch how you actually that was a while
0: ago I was probably watching 205 Live <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah probably Shelton and Dom have a backstage interaction which leads to a Shelton Benjamin Dominic Dominic Mysterio match obviously Dominic goes over it's poor Shelton Benjamin god damn
0: it is unbelievable that they re-signed Shelton Benjamin three years ago or whatever and they have done absolutely nothing with him except for the Hurt Business and even then, he was basically jobbing out. God damn it! This man obviously doesn't watch the main event.
3: Neither does anybody
0: else. <laughs> <laughs> I was Where say. can you find it? <laughs> it's it's got, on Hulu. Yeah, he's literally,
3: I think he's on like every main event.
0: How's a good racing? And Ali
3: wrestle every main event since 2019.
0: It's gotta oh, be on uh,
2: Peacock too. There's there's no way. I mean it's basically
0: Who do they wrestle? Tyler Rex? <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. Uh Dana Brooke comes out Dana and Eo's guy have a match. EO goes over, no big deal. Ultimately, once again, like I said, this is the the segment that sets up Mia Yim going to Team Bianca. Um
0: I wanna apologize to Dana Brooke for my joke last week. Uh Blood Girl Raven brought it up on Twitter today. <laughs> Uh, how funny it was or how mean it was, I forget. But I was like, Yeah, you know, I woke up the next day and I was like, That Dana Brooke seems like a really sweet person and she's also very attractive and the joke that I made about her appearance was uh, you know. Unprofessional bullshit. And I really shouldn't be uh talking about a woman's looks that way. So I, I take I apologize, Dana Brooke.
2: Wow. It's come find me, Dana. <laughs> That's what I was kind of
1: waiting for. But <laughs> not going to happen. Just a different way.
3: No, really, come find me. I'll
1: treat you to a
0: nice dinner. <laughs> <laughs> come find me, Dana Brooke. I'll apologize to your face, and maybe we can have a nice conversation about male and female dynamics and professional wrestling commentary. All right, what was next?
2: About to say, I, was, I was waiting for the steak food dinner uh, portion of the program. Austin Theory and Dolph Ziggler have the uh, backstage uh, interaction as Austin Theory is explaining why he cashed in on uh, Seth Rollins the week before, I guess. I mean,
3: oh. This actually did it for me. I really appreciated this. This was
0: really fucking good.
2: I, go ahead. Good to explain to me why you think it's good.
0: Zach, go ahead. Because everybody was just
3: like, what the fuck? This is the dumbest cash in ever. And then he laid it out, and he made like kayfabe sense. Like, yeah, why would you try to cash in on Roman Solo Sokoa Is just gonna like low blow you so hard that you never have kids. It's just not gonna happen for you, yeah. Regardless they... of how dominant of a champion Roman is, there's the logical. You just do the math, right? Like, I'll just hit up, you know, another title that's
0: prestigious. And yeah, it was it was good for me. I liked it. It was good for me, too. I thought that this was Austin Theory's night. I thought that he came off looking like a fucking stud by the end of this, which is why I Agreed. said at the beginning of the show this was a great week for Bill Vegie Predictions because of not only Brodus Clay, oh, you're a world champion. Oh, God but damn it. Fucking <laughs> I Billy I also Corrigan. I, I'm going to
2: beat your ass. Billy Corrigan, I'm going to come find you. Oh, for this shit.
0: Hard. Are you you can't steal my shit like that? No, I said I was doing?
2: gonna come find him. What are you doing? I'm coming to find it's Billy like gimmick find gimmick infringement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not gimmick infringement. No, this is like you doing the same finisher on the same card as me, but you do you do it before me, so now you fuck with my finisher.
2: It's a different finisher. I'm going reverse.
0: What was I just saying?
2: <laughs> how, how, how Austin Theory is not buried. How Austin Theory, you oh, call, call I, this?
0: I said last week, I said this is the best thing that could have happened to Austin Theory. It's the opposite of a burial, and it looks like it's the opposite of a burial.
2: He did come out, and him and Dolph did have a match. Dolph ends up winning, but wins by disqualification. Austin Theory busts him up like nobody's business. We'll see more of him later on. Uh team Bianca has a segment, no big deal. You see Finn Bauer have a segment, no big deal. Leading up to the main event. Finn versus Seth for the US title. I like this match. I like Finn Bauer. I always have. The fact that he got hurt being the first universal champion always is gonna hang over his head unless he does something that overshadows that. And then I just don't, don't see that happening right now to me this was more about Seth being reestablished or re uh reinforced as a babyface because you obviously had Austin Theory come out and destroy poor Seth Rollins at the end of the night standing over him with the US title over his head um I don't have a problem with this I I think Vince tried to push Austin Theory too fast too hard Triple H has kind of backed that off a little bit. Not a, like I said to me last week's cashing was the biggest mistake that he's made, but he did come back and make made it make sense at least in storyline sense. Austin Theory came back this week and was like, "What the fuck am I going to do?" It's basically four one five on one, whatever you want to call it. Okay, fair enough. But like to what Bill said. Austin's theory is not buried. He was established very well coming back off of a major loss, coming back and destroying both Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins after and, the fact.
0: And he stood tall at the end
2: of Raw. There's not not, not not much more you can be For losing the money in the bank, this is a nice rebound for losing.
0: Damian Sandow did not close out Raw the week after he fucked up cashing in the money in the bank.
2: True, uh, Look. Uh, I'm not going to sit up here and disagree with that, okay? like I, I said it last week. I don't think he's buried. It's just now we're taking the Triple H storyline with Austin Theory versus the
0: Vince. Talking about Finn Balor, has there – first of all, Finn Balor, Triple H is a big-time fan, obviously. I want to talk about – Yeah, he, Triple
3: H loves House of Torture. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Finn Balor is responsible for House of Torture. I just want to throw that out there. In a yeah. long story way, Boy he is. is. He never would have done it. Just wouldn't happen so i'm sure we can probably blame 9-11 on him too if we just like
0: work it out but. i mean that's like blaming the the ceo of nbc for trump's presidency because he put him on tv and gave him the apprentice well you said <laughs> I didn't. which i have exactly which, like which i have probably done at bars multiple times <laughs> um but uh finn Balor rules obviously i want to talk about the faction the judgment day because you know, we give WWE a lot of shit for not having factions that often. Sometimes they get behind a faction, and it just fucking works, man. Like, like the the Shield, obviously. The Wyatt family is another one. The Bloodline is easy. Judgment Day is a little bit different because there's, they're really like they were like four disparate parts that got put together kind of randomly after the after the beginning uh you know when they when they killed the clutch with edge there for a second and then they kind of reset with Finn Balor you said killed the clutch this <laughs> this this faction is working though. It is. It it's, is. It's getting all four guys over, and I think that there's something to be said for that. We have to give them credit where it's due. It is getting all four people in the faction over. And like I said a couple of weeks ago, if you would have told me that these four people would be in a faction together... No way. You would have been like, this This is the dumbest fucking thing Pass I've ever heard. Pass this shit and tell me and how it happened. What are you talking
2: about? <laughs> how this work out? <laughs> no, I agree with you totally, especially with Dom as being the one that's the least established. It seems like weekly... He just catches more heat, you know, going to the Eddie Guerrero, you know, shimmy at the top. You know, little things like that is just things that will help him in the long run if, as long as he stays. The Dom
0: is, support, is starting to feel like a legit, like, great heel.
2: He's like got the baby face. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got the chicken shit heel going on really well. He's got that it's played pretty, out.
0: Pretty funny, too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Rhea Ripley is tougher than Dom is.
0: Man, somebody go to a show and hold up a sign that says Dom is a sub. Somebody <laughs> please do it.
2: Yeah. If it hasn't been done already, I'll be surprised. Uh, but if you if it hasn't, go ahead and do it.
0: We're gonna keep it moving, Zach. Any final you thoughts guys, on uh, the main main event picture? The only final thought I have is: Do you think
3: that Rhea Ripley and Buddy Matthews sixty nine standing up with Rhea on her feet?
0: Are they together now? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: So he went from he went from Alexa Bliss Alexa to Rhea Bliss Ripley to Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Dude that's my dog. Absolute does- legend. Dude does not have a type.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm do it all. Damn it. Jesus Christ, man.
3: I was about to say. People are like, Buddy Mercy needs more screen time. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's
0: <laughs> like,
2: you, you know what? I'm good in catering. He goes,
0: <laughs> he goes to Hardee's for lunch and gets foie gras for dinner, man. He just He's all over the place. And I'm not saying either one is either. I'm just saying he's got a wide, he's got a big palate. Just big about to say. palate
2: the next question out of my mouth is which one was which
0: hey i'll tell you what man i need eat them both too
1: <laughs> jesus christ that's
0: disgusting happy birthday brother let's get to that two count <laughs> one, two, three. two beer what's a two
3: count man quite the lead in. uh so we had a go-home show for aw full gear uh we will talk a little bit more about these things whenever predictions happen but uh You know, I will start with Rampage. There wasn't a ton. We had one of those uh, Eliminator tournament matches with Roosh and Bandito. Roosh got pretty much all the offense, and Bandito got kind of a roll-up Luke win um, after, you know, some interference. So distraction finish. Not like an amazing way. To get Bandito over but I understand them wanting to protect Roosh Roosh was like an enormous star in Mexico he's not that here now but uh, they, they want him to be big. but then they also have Bandito so I might not have put these two together in the tournament but you know it was fine for what it was I thought uh, it was really
2: good to be perfectly honest that's just me
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: totally. The match itself was good. Yeah, uh, I agree. Kind of presentation wise. Yeah, the thought process behind it, I agree with everything you said. This is probably not the two guys you want to see at the start. Maybe, you know, semifinals, finals, okay, fair enough, but not at the start.
0: I call him Russ. Yeah,
3: like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're a Ron Howard movie from 2018, you motherfucker. Um, All right. Hey. uh, very unlike Brian Cage and Dante Martin, where you know who's going over, even though um Cage is kind of slotted in a certain position uh but I mean good big man little man match, but yeah, Cage obviously went over
2: no problem with that um I just like the fact that they're actually doing something with Brian Cage for a little bit and I said it last week to me he's Wardenlow, but just doesn't get the the love that Wardenlow does,
3: yeah, um. You know, as great as he looks and body and uh, his moveset and everything, just charisma department, There's something. There's just something missing with Brian Cage. Otherwise, I feel like he'd have like won a WrestleMania match by now. You know what I mean? Because he's just so goddamn everything that you would think. Like you look at that guy, like you see him in like an Applebee's, and you're like. I guess
2: professional wrestler. 100%. <laughs> no, I agree. It's I never, even when he was the the Impact World Champion, he had the uh, the run there. I never really liked him as a promo guy. He, anything I liked about Brian Cage was in the ring. So for me, you know, him going to Team Taz to start was perfect because Taz would be the guy that would talk. And Brian Cage would just, you know, do Taz's bidding. And that, to me, was perfect. You know, him standing alone, as a baby face or a heel is going to be a problem, especially if you have to put the mic in the sand.
3: Yeah. I've said said about him before. He should stand out, uh, but he doesn't on the television show. I agree. Which is a bummer. But, um, yeah, this uh, Dynamite show uh, was a little uneven, but it was still, um, you know, worth my time. But it opened with a really good match. Danielson versus, and Danielson and Claudio uh, versus Jericho and Guevara did not end like you would think. Uh, if you look at this, you're like, oh, well, Samuel Guevara is there to uh, take the pin, because all these guys are going to be in uh, the title match that we'll talk about in our predictions. But uh, yet, yeah, uh, Claudio taps out Chris Jericho, kind of getting his win back from losing the title uh, to him. But uh, this was absolutely solid, and this feud has lasted a while i'll say that uh, i feel like jericho appreciation society is in like a trimester of feuds. i feel like maybe the way tony khan books is like all right uh they're going to feed with the pinnacle for four months and then we're going to move on to the black pole combat club for four months and then whoever after that because there's so many people in that that they can kind of multi-layer the feud and jericho is always in like these long feuds anyway so uh i I don't know if you guys feel any certain way about this getting a little tired, but um, maybe we do wrap it up after the pay per view.
2: I don't know if I am tired of it, but I will say that uh, it it is starting to lose a little steam. Um, I thought Cardio should have got his rematch beforehand, but now you got four guys in it, so if it feels like the the full card, full gear card is is unpredictable for the most part there's certain there's certain matches that i think are slam dunks and then there are others like this one where i'm just not sure what the fuck's going to happen and i like that i'd rather it be unpredictable than the uh the opposite but i agree with you at a certain point we need to start figuring out if jericho retains what's next for jericho if the new champion arises you know there needs to be a plan for that so the match is good. It's just, I agree with you. It's we're getting to that point where I'm not over this f- feud or angle, whatever you want to call it. But I'm at that point where we need to start kind of figuring out what's next.
0: Well, there just needs to be a shift in the dynamic of it. I mean, that's all it is. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of sick of Jericho. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm like he is. He's been on top for a long time. He, he has been in this iteration, you know changing from the inner circle to the Jericho appreciation society is not necessarily a change in gimmick. It's just a change in the people around them, which is fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll have more to say about this in the predictions. The match was good from what I saw of it. It didn't have my full attention cause there were other things going on in my house, but, um, I've watched enough wrestling to where I knew that, uh, I wasn't surprised that Jericho, uh, Tapped out to Claudio because really, a tap out? No, no. Okay, no. Uh, something I've learned about Jericho is that he uh, he has staying power, so I, I think that he's going to be able to shake that off. Oh,
2: it's not <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> he's going to be okay going into full gear. Oh, you think Jericho can survive this give, tap out?
3: But absolutely, but he doesn't give that many people D tap out, so that's what surprised me. You know, there's there's so many, like, distraction finishes and run-ins and, like, all this shit, like, on these shows all the time, Raw, SmackDown, and AEW, that having a clean win in a tag team match with uh, two people of, or two teams that have larger factions, like, kind of surprising just in the sense it was a clean tap out win in the middle of the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, there, yeah, there okay. Was,
0: so, yeah, I'll give that to you. Yes, the a clean win was a little bit surprising. Jericho taking the loss was less surprising you know i was listening to uh the the super j cast the um i don't I'm not one to talk about other podcasts but they talk about all new japan they know more about new japan than i do and sometimes i listen to it and they were talking about this that suzuki fred how do you say yeah yeah fred yeah match and how suzuki gave like yeah like tons of tons of offense mm-hmm. I, I ended up watching it today it was a good match yeah
2: it was uh the new japan strong it was on uh, strong yeah, yeah it was
0: on strong and Suzuki gave him tons of offense, mm-hmm. and they were like, well, that just goes to show you how much Suzuki probably thinks of Fred Yehi, that he's like, oh, this guy's really good, I'm going to give him tons of stuff. I have to think that Jericho just respects that fucking shit. There's probably nobody that gets more respect from the other wrestlers in the back than Claudio.
1: I'm not good. I
3: think I think he's so well-respected uh, as a technician. Like I, just, I always go back to that story of uh, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins uh, trying to figure out whether or not they could do a curb stomp into an RKO, and they couldn't figure it out. Like These are two of the best wrestlers of our generation, like Hall of Famers, absolutely. And they're like, well, we better go ask Claudio because uh, he'll know if we can actually pull it off.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I don't think and, I've ever heard that anecdote, but that makes sense. I remember that is, fucking is I that remember the, that uh, RKO, too. It is is that the one where you threw him
2: up and then they caught him in the air or whatever it it, was at WrestleMania?
0: Yeah, he yeah, went, so to, they, he went they, to do the curb stomp, Orton stood up, and Rollins lifted Rollins with his head, and then turned it yep. into an RKO. And then Rollins cashed in later on that night. Sweet. That was a uh, that was a hundred
3: percent. Like they went over that with with Claudio to make sure that they could pull it off, and they did it without a hitch. I mean, they're absolute pros. But mm-hmm. it's funny that. Those two guys, I mean, they're
0: phenomenal and they're like, What well, was their ass, Claudio? Well, yeah, and I, I just want to say I'm not arguing with you, Jason, and I'm not arguing with Zach. I just I, w- this didn't surprise me that much. Maybe that's just because I'm a dumbass, but I was like, Oh yeah, he Come tapped-
3: find me, Bill.
0: <laughs> <He> <laughs> <tapped by Jericho. laughs>
2: road Man, trip to po- Road Trip to Portland. No, it, it just for me, Sammy Guevara really –
0: stealing my shit. Like, seriously. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna that pa- was I gotta, bad. I won't I, do it again. I got to pause it right here. Hold on. Hey, guys. It's paused right now. Stop stealing my shit, okay? Okay. Right, we're man. hitting. Re- I'm hitting record again, okay, my fault. My fault, right. boy. Okay, boy. He ahead. never
3: stopped recording. Um, oh, yeah,
0: I did. Oh, yeah. This is serious. Hold on. I got to pause it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back.
2: Now I forgot the fuck I was going to say. Um, Sammy Guevara was the guy that I thought was going to take the pen, just because... You want to keep the champion strong going into a title match, number one. And number two, you just don't see Jericho tap out clean. It's rare.
1: Yeah. You yeah know, a
2: boss say is...
3: He was the Dana Brooke in the situation.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: you ain't shit.
1: <laughs> I tell you shit. What, When
0: Jericho's dressed up like the Painmaker, he does look like he's in the Black Hole Sun video, though.
2: <laughs> move on <laughs> move on to beer let's go <laughs> oh yeah
0: i'm i'm, I'm quarterback in this count
3: sorry Shit. that was just the very beginning i literally the first
0: thing i made this joke i made this joke to my brother about some chicks that we went to high school with there was a picture of a bunch of them and there's this one chick that's super hot and i was like hey blank looks like she just stepped into the black hole sun video and my brother was like what a perfect joke for an audience of one! And I was like, I guess I gotta bring. It. I was like, I guess I gotta bring it back at some point. So I've just been waiting to use it. Poor Dana Brooke.
2: you're right. Collateral damage for a bad joke. Poor, poor Dana Brooke.
0: It was a good joke. That was the point. All right, keep it going, Zach.
3: So uh, again, feeding into full gear, uh, we can talk about predictions, you know, coming up. But uh, we did have uh, kind of more matches with the contestants for full gear we had uh, anthony bowens versus for strickland um uh, kind of very fun uh music video very fun <laughs> entrance rap uh the acclaimed is this is acclaimed every wednesday i am totally down for it like right now like ride that wave it is still hot uh that wave is not crested yet mm-hmm. it's just a tsunami uh, across the land here so keep it going uh but um yeah, I mean, the right person went over that said you want the challengers in a singles match the week before the pay-per-view to go over. That's just smart booking. That's just, like, what you would do to give kind of the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, they could, they could win, win the championship.
2: Yeah, I agree. Exactly. With you totally. no, I, I, as much as I love the acclaimed and haven't w- wavered like, you know, others of us around here, but um, – that said, I do love the Acclaimed. I love the video. Nice little callback to the Waterboy to start with the Captain Insano portion of the program. Um, but I agree with you. The right guy ultimately went over. One of my biggest problems with wrestling in general, and it's not just AEW or Raw or whatever, when you have a, a an established singles guy versus the established tag team guy, the singles in a singles match, oh, the singles yeah. guy should win.
3: Period. He should have gone over for that reason too. You're you're hundred percent right because it's Swerve Strickland, like Swerve sort of is like a legit top guy. Right. And He's top d- guy.
2: If, if it was anywhere else if he was in somewhere else that was not WWE or AEW, he would probably be one of the top guys. If he's in either or, he feels like he's somewhere in the mid-card.
3: He's is, really mad at Tyrus right
2: now. He should be. He should. I should be not AEW, not uh, NWA champion. Out. Just fuck. You got two black guys as the NWA champion. Our truth is one, and Tyrus is the other. I'd be mad, too, if I was for straight <laughs>
3: That Swerve is like literally so he's probably like literally half the man that Tyrus is, but he's five times the pro wrestler that he is. Maybe ten times. Ten.
2: Yeah. So, you, gonna, you gonna tell uh, me Swerve you gonna tell me Tyrus can do the shit that Swerve does? Fuck that.
3: No. He didn't even dream about
0: it. That, not,
2: that's not your world he, champion, by the way. I feel like you guys
3: are he, he trying to bait have him imagination. I Feel
0: like you guys are waiting for me to argue about this or something. I'm not going to argue. I just put the, the, the prediction. The prediction turned sour literally 12 years ago. It was 12 years. It's 12 years since that prediction went bad. I've only been standing by it for comedy purposes. <laughs> Very committed to that bit. God bless him. He's like a he's like a
3: clown that like is walking through the desert with you, and you're lost in the desert, and then like you're about to die of thirst, and the clown like sprays wa- water through a flower on his chest, and you're so mad because you actually had like a little bit of water that whole time, but he's so committed to the bit, motherfucker. Come on, you're dying of thirst. Anyway, sorry.
1: We got time That's to bring out no weird
3: IV. That's a fucking weird tangent, and I'm moving on. That's some
0: of that um, Portland vape, dude. <laughs> I, I need to come up and
2: get some of that shit. I've
0: been there before. Uh, you just start, and you, you got to keep going.
3: It's called Obamacare. It's real good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of it, I swear. <laughs> no, all wait, right. wait, wait.
2: Stop, stop. That's Obamacare is a, God
3: bless. Yeah. I got to go to Portland. Go ahead.
2: It's
3: it's, a, it's an Indica. Good. Um, all right. So, uh, he was born in Indica, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we don't know where he was born because we haven't seen the goddamn certificate. <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christ. I'm dead. We went to a birther episode of PFR.
1: I'm <laughs> dead. Went
3: off the rails not even an hour in. No shit. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a setup for a three way that was coming, it seemed obvious. Um, powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow Samoa Joe uh, Fine segment Nothing like too detailed uh, You know uh, Samoa Joe comes out Doing the interview Hobbs, You know Comes out to interrupt And uh, Wardlow comes out To interrupt that Wardlow ends up Standing tall After You know Coming up from behind spearing and Joe uh, You know Jumping over the top rope So This will be a good match This is going to be A really good match We will not talk about it any further uh, because we have predictions
0: to talk about. Big meaty Um, men slapping meat.
2: I love that shit. But I love the fact that Joe basically came out and was just like, look, man, your boy was being disrespectful. You know, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I mean, (laughs) that's as much as Austin Theory's uh, promo made sense, Joe's promo made sense. I just can't have this motherfucker coming out talking shit.
0: Can I just say one thing about Joe? Oh, shit. I mean, he wears jeans like my sixth grade teacher. It's like, dude, you just got, you wear those jeans. They're just fucking massive. They, They look, they look like hammered denim pants. God damn, you ain't shit. Except they fit him pretty good because he's fucking huge. Dude, motherfuckers should not be jeans. It did not look intimidating. Don't god don't damn. come find me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but saying, you come, if he Joe pops up, I'm out. I'm taking this laptop and I'm doing the rest of this shit at the crib.
3: <laughs> I don't he know what happened. Either happen. he, he threw you on the bike and just emasculate you in front of your wife and kids. Oh god. Or he can beat you up. Uh, it
1: doesn't matter.
3: I'm your I'm your kid's oh. dad now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He'll beat you up. He'll beat right. him up. So we had uh, Death Triangle versus Aero Fox in Top Flight. So good to see Darius Martin back. Uh, this was a fun party match. It was not a uh, psychology laden match at all. Uh, they were just out there doing moves and Spy Air fast. Fox put on a great show for his first time on uh, AEW television programming. Apparently, he got a contract out of this. Really? So, whether or not he signs it. Yeah, he he was offered a contract after this match, so. Good. They uh, need good to for sign him. some more guys. Stop. Yeah, yeah everybody, Stop. everybody does. But, uh, you know, i uh, pretty sure AeroFox, uh, he wrestled uh, nice. That was where
2: you stole my uh, thunder, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he rules. Yeah, we, were,
3: uh, he looks yeah, great. we were right there. Yeah, and uh, he did real good. And a uh, big story coming out of this, though, uh, besides just the fun party match is we have announced uh, arguably the steal the show match on full gear. We got the Elite back. So it's the Elite versus Death Triangle. Like, Jesus Christ. I can't think of you got career career rivals in Young Bucks and Pentagon and Phoenix. Like, their favorite opponents. Like uh, each side will say that they are their favorite opponents. And then you have Kenny Omega and Pac, who are phenomenal wrestlers. Like this match, uh, Steve Patterson said on Friends of BFR, "You, I, I'd buy the pay per view alone for this match. If this pay per view was fifty dollars and it was just this match, I'd still pay it."
0: <laughs> there will not be a better match on the card. There no will not be a better match. There will not be a more fun match to watch.
2: Okay, that's what I was going to say. Okay.
0: Yeah. I know. There might be more drama in other yeah, matches, yeah, but there for will not sure. be a, a technically sure. more fun match no, this, this than this match. Two it's, stole it's, my, it's guaranteed.
2: Two beer stole my thunder again. He actually kind of re, re uh, repeated my tweet that I said last night. The, these six guys have chemistry, and I'll just focus on Omega and Pac for 30 seconds They've arguably had two of the best matches, singles matches in AEW history. And I know it's a short history, but it's still history nonetheless. You take those two guys, you take the Lucha Brothers and uh, the Young Bucks, and you put some titles on the line. (sighs) Okay. Baby, you got a suit going. (laughs) (laughs) That's some gumbo shit. I'm ready to see that shit. Yeah, that's going to be... I'm not ready to say it's going to be the match of the night, but it has match of the night potential for sure. No question about it. Definitely
0: was that definitely re- not that a shower match? <laughs> yeah, it's not a shower match. It's definitely not
2: a shower match. No, I'm, I'm going to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fellas, I got to go take a shower. Don't step in that little puddle over there. Uh, no, it's it's going to be amazing. It's
0: you might need a shower.
2: after. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I like the fact that they they drug this one out, okay? We knew it was going to happen, but the fact that w- they waited until the 11th hour to make the announcement is is the right move.
0: I'm going to be drugged out watching it, that's for sure. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs>
3: it's literally clock ticking on the announcement. Like the clock tick. But uh, yeah, you're you're 100% right. Uh we got Ricky Starks addressing Lane Charcher, so Ricky Starks is uh he was he was out of action last week had a legit injury undisclosed, flows, uh, pushing everything back. So we're not going to have the finals full full year on this. We are going to have the semifinals on the buyout, and then we're going to have the finals uh, next week. So we can talk about that as we move on.
0: That's a done deal? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I, I was wondering what they were going to do, because there's still two yeah. matches to find out who fights Ethan Page, right? Correct. Okay.
3: Yes. Yeah, TK did the, uh, the presser beforehand promoting the – stuff and I, I can go over some of that that stuff too, like uh, the the news from the presser after we uh, get so much dynamite it very just very quick. Uh but um yeah uh, we had uh Ethan Page versus Bandito and I had kind of slotted Ethan Page into winning this because I kinda of have him slotted into winning the tournament. He's been getting a lot of screen time and it just kinda of makes sense, especially if MJF wins the title and he's kind of part of the firm and then Ethan guys who- MJF
2: if, if, Mox, if Mox wins the title, he had you know he laid out Mox. so I mean there's beef there too. Oh, Either way, true. you know whoever wins the yeah, title, he's got beef with both. He's got beef with both.
3: Yeah, I was just thinking in my head, and not to get too far ahead. I don't want to talk about predictions, but if Max were to win and turn babyface, he has the firm built in as a heel. Team and that he can run through. He's got challengers, right? That he can kind of beat. Uh, uncharacteristically for MJF, because the dude doesn't fucking wrestle. So, um, <laughs> to be more power to him if I could make millions of dollars and not wrestle, be a wrestler and not wrestling. Like, there's like dudes probably that wrestled in the 1970s that are just like jerking off to this kid because he's so smart. <laughs> he just managed to make all this money and he doesn't do fucking shit. God
1: bless yeah, that. Dude. But he's,
3: he's swole. He looks
1: good. No, he looks uh, good. Anyway.
3: Uh, This was very fun. Opposite of the match that uh, I talked about with Bruce, they gave Bandito a ton of offense. Uh, Super impressive, dude. Uh, Bandito is very, 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 very good. Like, very good. And he manages to do, like, these, like, strength spots. Mm -hmm. He's not a super big guy, but, like, when he did, like, that deadlift uh, vertical suplex, and I feel like maybe they were gonna do that super long vertical suplex, so they kind of messed up the timing and instead yeah. he's like, "I'll just lift you up and make it look cool anyway." He did like the one arm power slam. slam. That's that's his.
2: Moonsault. That's one of my favorite moves from uh, Bandito.
3: Yeah, moonsault off the post, like really, really looked good uh, in a loss here. So uh, Ethan Page moves on. What do you What do you guys think?
2: No, I, I agree with you totally. I think. Ethan Page obviously is my pick to win this whole thing because he has beef with both guys. So it at least TK has covered his tracks on this one. So now you really don't know who's going to win the the world title match at Full Gear. I mean, obviously we're going to call it here in a little bit. But just for the match itself, it's it was a Bandito showcase. and Well, it should be. I mean, if you're going to sign Bandito, he needs to be – Looking strong as much as humanly possible, and this is one of those cases. ROH just needs to come back and and start his gears up. So they, these guys that can't get over in AEW, Brian Cage, Bandito, you know Ethan Page, a lot of the guys that f- feel like seemingly in this tournament, minus Ricky Starks. Um, a lot of these guys can get TV time on ROH, and that to me is the the one of the biggest hurdles that AEW has to deal with in 2023.
0: The problem with this match the problem with the finals of this tournament coming on the dynamite after full gear is that i feel like the winner of the title match of full gear will telegraph who's going to win the tournament, the eliminator tournament. That's my opinion, but that also has to do with my predictions that are coming okay. up later. So okay. uh, uh we we can move on. Cool. Uh Worth
3: noting that this, this crowd was not great. It was also mm, really no. huge. They were bad. Uh, they weren't a very large crowd, like 3,400. Uh, pretty low for a dynamite, especially Go Home Show. But, you know, they're running the Northeast, like, a lot. Yeah, I'm very glad that they're coming to the West
2: Coast.
0: It's also, it was in Connecticut, and I don't know. I don't know think it,
2: Connecticut is that much of a hot spot by Stanford. I mean, what the fuck?
0: No, but, like, I, I'm just saying it's not a – some arenas – just don't have the same acoustics. Like you might see two arenas that might look the exact same, but right. one might sound way different, and they might have had a they might have mic the crowd wrong or something. So it's tough to shit on a crowd unless it's Wilkes Bar, uh, Pennsylvania. But
2: uh, <laughs> no, this one this one's getting a <laughs> pretty close second. I mean, what you have Tony Storm, your interim world champion out there, and I know Anna Jay is not the the greatest opponent, but. That that whole match was just straight crickets. You could hear anything drop and you could hear clearly.
0: It happened in the it happened in the main event slot too. Um but yeah. uh, I probably was probably the worst reaction I've ever heard for
3: either of those guys and they're arguably the two biggest stars in the company.
0: Uh when I when Ana J is on screen though I am cheering on the inside, I promise. You ain't shit. Got in my got in my loins. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it.
2: <laughs> Say god damn
0: it. She's attractive. Best seat in the house. Uh what's next? Uh, so
3: that was the championship.
0: I, I just want I want uh, I want to we point out, about- well, I want to point out that Eddie Kingston uh called out Takeshita and uh Oh, and please, you're please, you're Yeah, and I just want to point out that Eddie Kingston called out those guys but has yet to come find me, so...
3: Jesus Christ. So,
0: he has been trying to come
3: find Junakiyama like, since the 80s.
0: Yeah, but, like he does, he, but Eddie Kingston doesn't even have to fucking get a passport to come find me. He can take an Amtrak. God damn it. I'm here in South St. Louis, Missouri. Look me up. I live with Jason Bell.
1: Whoa, oh,
2: oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. Hang on. Hang on now.
0: i 155-pound 100, black dude. Looks like Gary Payton.
2: 155, man. I put some weight on this. What the fuck, man? Good for,
1: good for you.
3: Dude, there's like, uh, I mean, so if you haven't, sometimes I like to just, uh, you know, move away from modern wrestling, which is hard to do a podcast. And we have to talk about it, but I'll like, go back and I'll watch all Japan stuff. To like, particularly, like, tag matches, like, all Japan, like, tag matches in the 90s, like, there's, like, legitimately amazing shit on YouTube for free, and it's, like, so much better. You know, you like, I just watched, like, Osprey and Naito, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love this fucking shit so much. Like, I got to just fuck off with anything else that I'm doing in my entire life, and I got to go back and, like, watch some some great Japanese wrestling. But, yeah, Junakiyama has, like, phenomenal shit out there, like, uh, there's a tag match with him and Masawa, uh, versus, uh, Kawada and Tawe from all Japan. Unreal. Like, it's unreal level of, like, wrestling. They were blessed in 96. I was only 11. I didn't have access to a credit card or an international <laughs> shit. Uh, Say I did anything, really. I just had, like, some, like, shirts that were too small or too big, but,
0: uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine if eleven year old Zach would have been watching Japanese wrestling, like just doing real nerdy shit instead of doing all the super cool like jock shit that he was doing <laughs> at age eleven? Yeah, I would have discovered <laughs> masturbation way sooner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: no, I'm I'm very I'm very curious to see how this match unfolds. I I've, I've never heard of uh, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not even going to try to pronounce the man's name, but Eddie Kingston. Is pretty hyped about this, and that's all I really kind of need to know at this point. So, if A Kingston's gonna bring it, that means this is gonna be a good match, and I'm ready to see it.
3: But uh, yeah, so we had uh, Moxley and MJF. You know, Moxley was not getting good response here in Connecticut, and it was kind of funny because he was getting the booze. he was getting booed a little bit. He was getting some booze, uh, and part of it was his promo was him kind of explaining how shitty the storytelling was to this match, which it is the understandable match that you would make. They are the two biggest stars, but he's essentially explaining that this is like a really terrible story leading to this match. He's like, uh, so, um, you know, some group came out and pulled a chip down and gave it to you in a mask uh, in the worst ending to a ladder match that I've ever seen in my life and he's like now all of a sudden you're challenging me for the title and you've only like wrestled one match in the last six months and Oof. like yeah like whenever you bring it up like that like it doesn't sound particularly great that said i do want to see this match i'm very interested yeah, sure. about it
2: <laughs> but all bullshit aside yeah i still want to see the match
3: yeah it it, it, it was funny so it didn't quite work and then uh, you know the firm come out, then MTF like it was like modeled for him to kind of make a baby face stage, mm-hmm. and then he did this phenomenal promo after uh, the the show was off the air, where he just pretty much pimped out Tony Khan and talked about how you know Tony Khan created an alternative,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: you know yeah sounds good. all of, all the true things, and then uh, he also said, but I also like WWE because he really wants. Uh, to push that 2024, um, you know, story and uh, it was pretty funny, but he cut a huge babyface promo. So uh, we will talk about this in the, like the prediction stuff. Well, that's why they um, shouldn't show. That's thought.
0: why they shouldn't show the shit that happens off the air. Like somebody's going to tape it. I don't want to see him. Somebody's going. Fa- somebody's going record I, it. Listen, I it's didn't, this I, area's
2: aerosarphone. Somebody's I recording.
0: I didn't know that he cut something off the air. So let's just talk about Canon. Let's talk about what happened on TNT or TBS or whatever fucking channel it's on, 247. Right. Um, I uh, I was a big fan of Moxley in this segment. Big fan of Moxley. I was less of a fan of MJF, and I was way less of a fan of the booking of the firm. Now, if... If it comes out that the firm is still working for MJF and they were basically jobbing out on purpose to MJF, that's one thing. But if you're going to have MJF come in and basically destroy the firm without even trying, basically. I mean, he's doing eye pokes. He's doing Three Stooges shit, Rowdy Rowdy Piper shit. And people people are on Twitter being like, well, Rowdy Rowdy Piper did that shit. It's like, okay, but Roddy, Roddy, this isn't Roddy Roddy Piper's era. This is right. MJF's era. Right. Like, doing an eye poke to Ethan Page, taking out Morrissey that easily, they made the firm look like a complete joke. So if, if the firm is not part of this story going forward, and this wasn't all working the workers, or that's probably the wrong term, but if they weren't, if kayfabe style, K-fave it style. wasn't MJF paying the firm to look bad on his behalf... Then that should be the end of the firm. Keep Stokely Hathaway with uh, with Ethan Page because I think that they are a money match. Keep them together. Get rid of the ass boys. Get rid of Morrissey. Have him go on his own. Lee John or sorry Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Have him go on his own. But they should not be a faction because that was it. Like MJF just dismantled them kayfabe style kayfabe with style. no trouble. At all. Oh boy, 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 boy. <laughs> right, yeah, am, I wrong? Like, am I wrong? I mean, I'm not saying there. you're wrong. I'm it's
3: just that happens. I'm not worried about that because that happens with baby faces. Like that's the thing. You come out at the end of the show as a baby was, face and you clear you clear the ring. I understand, you
0: know? I understand, but with no pop and for it to happen for it to happen so slow. I mean it was like it was like guys going through the motions at the WWE Performance Center when W. Morrissey turns around and kind of stares at him for a second and takes a whatever. That was bullshit. I loved the promo afterwards, and I loved, like, absolutely loved John Moxley grabbing the mic before he, before he said, <laughs> and, and you know it. Like, I loved it. And I, I loved, I like like I said, I loved John Moxley in this entire segment. I loved William Regal in this entire segment. I loved MJF for most of the segment. There's something else I want to point out about this segment, but I can't point it out until we do our predictions.
2: Oh, man, let's just get to the predictions again. God no,
0: damn it. Well, real, I, real quick. Hold on. We I will go we're going to talk about NXT first.
3: Oh, Jesus I will, Christ. Well, <laughs> I will go over the the media call real quick. So, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, asked, they asked about Punk. Uh, he said he's not going to talk about Punk. Uh, he did say that he appreciated Punk's contributions to the company, but he would not comment on anything else. Appreciate uh, yeah, As appreciated? As in past tense? Yeah, well, or, you know, has appreciated, whatever, whether it's...
2: No, yeah. no uh, I'll say, I think context is, is kind of important in I this we scenario. all know
3: the writing on the wall. I don't have the quote in front of me, but I think we all know the writing on the wall. I mean, he still got fired, the elite, or in a match in right. the pay-per-view. No, 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 for dude, sure, for sure. Doing a... MMA commentary, you know.
1: So, yeah, for sure. Uh,
3: they asked about FTR not being on the event, and uh, he just basically said, "I got a lot, of, a lot of wrestlers under contract. No shit. Uh, but he's very looking forward to being able to showcase more Ring of Honor content, and uh, we should have news on that shortly. Um, the decision is going to be made about ROH's direction and TV future, but it's going to be after Final Battle, mm. and so ah. uh, we won't hear anything until after final battle. And he said he's definitely tried to get FTR and Briscoe's a match on AEW TV. Uh, I think it's a hangup with Turner. They do not want the right. Briscoes. He didn't say that, but that's kind of what we've heard in the past. We are gonna have Owen Hart Foundation tournaments in 2023. That belt exists. It's one belt that we don't see. for Baker <laughs> doesn't it wear it. Adam <laughs> Cole's off TV.
2: So. You said that's one belt we don't see. <laughs> you ain't lying, though. <laughs> yeah. no. You ain't lying. Yeah. It's, it's I love AEW But just goddamn, it's it's a, it's a shit ton that's of titles.
3: One belt for the men's warehouse.
2: <laughs> it's a shit ton of titles. That's E-C-T-M. why I want That's why I want to see ROH come back because if ROH comes back, you don't see a lot of you don't see all the titles on one show. You can see, you know, five on one hand, five on the other. So in that scenario, yeah. I think it would be it. It's one of those things were 2023 this is a major hurdle they need to to overcome and get that out the way so they can move forward with two shows
3: yeah uh, so speaking of ROH uh Mercedes Martinez who's the women's champion she was cleared to return uh past this past Wednesday so she will be back soon uh which is good because she's a great wrestler she's yeah, a veteran. But, uh, she'll be good for okay it so th-
1: I
2: guess that's kind of a question I was thinking about I was wondering where she was been for a while. But now that you said that, she's been hurt. How come we didn't do uh, an interim championship with that? That's That would have been my question for TK, you dumb motherfucker.
0: Probably just because it's not a focus. It no. um, hasn't been a focus. No, no, you know. I like how you roll your eyes when I say that we're going to talk about NXT, but we're here talking about Mercedes Martinez. I hey, look, oh, I like oh, your thing. I, I have have like thoughts hey. about it. Oh, hey. oh, oh here's Mercedes Martinez. Hey, hey, anybody,
2: anybody know about Zoe Starks? Zoe Starks, anyone? I'm
0: not going to talk uh, about Zoe Starks. and Zoe Stark.
2: Whatever, motherfucker. It,
0: it, it, <laughs> it could be
2: Zoe Stark, Zoe Stark, whichever. Harry Happy birthday. Happy
3: birthday but uh yeah so that's pretty much it they're nearing nearing a million dollar gate for saturday's show um, which is cool for them um we already talked about the finals of the world side eliminator being moved uh, and he also will say that saturday show is going to be a tight show it's going to end at a reasonable time so fuck. i'm
2: coming off work Shit.
3: yeah i'm, I'm paying <laughs> 50 hours. Bucks. like i don't care how tight it is like i mean That
2: sounds really Suggestive but I do care care And it's
0: something I care about
2: (laughs) This gave me no hot dog Rolling down no tunnel That's it it Let's
1: go to that three count
0: (laughs) It is is not going to be a tight show There are 11 matches (laughs) Let's get to that three count One Two Pre-show Okay, so before we get to this, did any of you, did anybody else watch NXT except for me? Only you. Not they, this week. They had two. Heavy, they had two heavyweight title matches this week. Braun Breaker goes over Von Wagner. Von Wagner looked pretty fucking good in this match. I I enjoyed this match. I think that Braun Breaker's a stud. Looks like we're going to get Braun Breaker versus Apollo Cruz. Really? For the belt. That I think that's. I be did next see.
2: Match. I did see that uh, Carmelo and Wesley signed their uh, match for Carmelo the Carmelo
0: and Wesley. It, uh, I believe it's called NXT Deadline. Mm-hmm. Is the next uh, big event. I don't know if it's a premium live event. Or... I think it
2: is. I think it's the weekend of. Uh...
0: Ron Breaker Apollo Cruz has the opportunity to be really fucking good. Uh, you guys know how I feel about Apollo Cruz. I think that you guys are pretty much on the same page as me with Apollo Cruz. But um, it was a fun Anybody match. With
3: a eye, it should be.
0: If you get if you get a chance to watch it, I'm I'm just I'm gonna go through the stuff that was good. Uh JD McDonough fought Apollo Cruz. Uh JD McDonough has probably been the in ring MVP of NXT for like the past three or four months. Nice surprise. Very fun guy to watch. Uh uh Veer Mahan and Sangha in Indus Share is the name of their name of their Oh they're oh they got something going on. They are two big Indian, or I should say, Indian-looking men. I don't know. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I have a friend who's Pakistani, and uh, you know he's not racist against Indians. But if you were to call him Indian, he'd be like, "Hey, I'm Pakistani." Right. So I don't want to disrespect anybody. But they're they're two uh, big brown, out, two big brown guys. Out, that are shout
3: out to Miss Marvel for teaching me uh, about the uh, history of uh, <laughs> India and Pakistan. Had no idea until that happened. God, I'm such an uncultured piece of shit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you want a crash course, just watch Miss Marvel. Right? And, uh, man, uh, uh, you know for an, stuff.
0: anybody that wants to watch an incredible three-hour action movie that's not from Bollywood, it's from uh, fuck. It's like. Uh, it's the Punjabi Bollywood, but I don't want to call it Pollywood because that sounds racist. But there is this movie that's on that that's on Netflix right now called R R R. It's like you this, were telling me about that. It's like this musical slash Marvel movie slash historical epic drama about uh, about um, the Indian revolution in the thirties against the British that were that were occupying them right. and it is an insanely crazy fucking movie. I can't recommend it to anybody else. It's almost like a Marvel movie, except it's like a true story. And there's also like musical stuff in it. Anyway, just rip a big old bowl and just watch it. <laughs> it's called RRR. Next it's week, like,
3: uh, stay tuned. We're going to be off fans <laughs> and side because of Thanksgiving, but, uh, we're going to do an RRR podcast.
0: I, w- I would do it. I've, I've watched it one and a half times. Um,
3: I can't wait. I'm so thrilled that you told me this. This is like a it's like an early Christmas present. I can't wait to unwrap this.
0: You'll oh, shit. You'll, you'll dig it the most, Zach, no joke. Um looks like our friend of me of the show, Dominic Dijack, is uh got a new got a new gimmick where he's kind of like a like a like a lawyer. Like he's sitting in a dark room and he's mm, sipping whiskey man. and he's talking like all smart and shit. No. It was it was pretty cool. Okay. Um, there's something that's coming up soon on NXT called the Iron Survivor match. Saw that. Shawn Michaels Dude. was talking yeah. about it. It seems pretty convoluted. Uh, very. Yeah. What are you? The king of the mountain looks over
2: and is like, what the fuck is this all about?
0: Right.
3: So I'm thinking about this match, and you've got a clock because somebody comes in every five minutes, right? There's that's five right. Five people. Somebody yep. comes in every five minutes. Yep. But – if you, you also have somebody coming in every five minutes, you got the main clock, then you have a clock of like every five minutes. But if somebody takes a pin, they go in a penalty they box. They go in the
0: penalty box, yeah. So that's another clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lots of clocks. And then what if two people are in the penalty
3: box at different times? So many clocks.
0: Lots, um, lots of clocks. It seems pretty convoluted.
3: I kind of love it.
0: No, I knew you would. No, I knew. I knew, um, would. No. I knew, is, I knew he would. Like this sounds would that shit. like that. Absolutely
3: terrible. Or like this is this is me. I was like full on in the asylum mess. I was all about House of Horrors. I am giving this a chance. No, I can't
2: wait. Oh, is, I'm going to watch gonna it. Hot. You're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it just to be just because we can, you're on a, you're to the to talk about it, and my curiosity is just going to lead me to it.
0: Oh,
1: but you don't for watch
2: me,
0: NXT. Oh, I don't watch this yeah. developmental shit. Good. Uh, Good. Has anybody watched uh, Extreme Crazy Fucking Wrestling? Uh, ACFW, uh, man, you guys got to watch it.
2: The shit that I watch is still mainstream. The only thing you can talk about me dirty about is MLW at this point.
3: Well, that's not uh, dirty, but he's right. Stardom is like, it's the number two promotion in Japan. Uh, so that's, that's where most of the extra time goes. Uh, you guys yeah. are all. About no, look, sorry not, are all sorry. About sorry, not sorry. Sorry, started. not sorry.
0: I know, I'm just saying. Like,. Just don't pish posh. This fucking NXT. is okay. Hang just on. Don't, just don't look at me like I'm an insane person for watching something that's on basic cable in the United States where I happen to live on a Tuesday night when I happen to be home. NWA was on that same Tuesday night. Did you watch NWA? Did you
2: watch NWA? No, it's Z- okay. television. It is. As a matter of no, fact, it's it is. Television. Yes, As a what matter of fact, it is. It's called YouTube. That's I called wa- YouTube. D- 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 it's called uh,
1: YouTube. It's called YouTube. Oh, <laughs> oh, Go, I just you, can, you don't
2: you don't you don't know where YouTube is. Yeah, I, I do. watch a 38 yeah, minute I, bullshit episode. of NWA Power after watch your Kenny boy. Your boy won the title. If you can't do that, that's on you. But don't sit up here and tell me you
0: can't find. I it. know what YouTube is. That's where I watch Eastbound and Down clips. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Where I so I watch and so you so 20 so first. in that yeah. in that scenario
2: so in that scenario you couldn't have looked over and been like, watch old Videos
0: of my band, the High Hibernots. When I try to relive the glory days, when I'm super high, it's three o'clock in the morning, and my wife's stored on the recliner, and I just smoke another bowl, and I'm like, "Remember when I was cool? <laughs> Look up the Hibernots on YouTube. Oh, there's four videos."
2: <laughs> my point is this: okay, you can talk about me all you want to about all guys the others. You find the
0: Hibernots on Spotify, by the way. <laughs> if you guys feel like as well,
2: along for Ram for Ringside as well. You can talk about me all you want to. Okay.
0: Fuck from ringside.
2: <laughs> the shit that I watch is still legitimate outside of that MLW. That's it. That's the one you I can will. talk about me about.
3: I tell you what, I don't know if you guys have seen. There's this. a Jason got into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's five dollars. It's is, got like all the DCW shows and a ton of other stuff. It's five dollars. So Jason, you should buy it. Give us your password.
1: No, um. actually,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, actually, um. There is a new app on Fire Stick, <laughs> uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Pro Wrestling TV. It literally has a, a lot of like underground, like indie shows out there. Good shit. If you if you have the Fire Stick, download Pro Wrestling TV. You got some good shit going on over oh,
0: there. Oh, this other match uh, in this promotion called All Crazy. Uh, women's wrestling. It's ACWW. There was a uh, Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire in a Last Woman Standing match, and then uh, this person named Isla Dawn came over from uh, Europe and Horrible. missed it to Alba Fire, and Mandy Rose ends up going over. I tell you guys, you should watch this. It's like a five star five star match. I would give Mandy. Who's,
2: who's gonna take this title off oh. Mandy? There you go. I was gonna say it's now the great part about WWE is like who's gonna take the title off X person Roman. Usos, Manny Rose, Gunther. Now, no, no, Four don't look. At, don't look at me like that. This is good because I think I'm. I'm, I'm a firm. Be- they Right, I'm a firm belief that a long title reign helps the title and the person interchangeably. It doesn't have to be the title makes the person or ter- the person makes the title. If you do it right, they both work together, hand in hand, foot in foot. So in that scenario, foot I like. Yeah, because you walk foot to foot, motherfucker. I don't. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, Manny Rose, I would give all the credit in the world. I didn't think she would last six months as a champion. She's going on the year. I just don't like um, Esla Dawn or whatever the fuck. Yeah, horrible. They don't say Isla, do they? I don't give a fuck who she is, man. The fact that she's bumping Kaylee Ray off the fucking ladder bothers my ass, and that's part of the reason I don't watch NXT. So take that shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to filibuster. I apologize. Um, Carmelo Hayes, that's the one guy I wanted to talk about. Um, Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker, to me, is the match of NXT. And that's the match I wanted to see versus anything else. Because I I really think that Carmelo is going to be the first of the two to go to the main roster. Braun Breaker is going to be there. I just think it's just going to be kind of after the fact. I kind of slotted him in the World Rumble. Now it's starting to be more and more that that's not the case. I don't have a problem with Wesley being the uh, the North American Championship champion, but Carmelo Hayes is a main roster star waiting to happen. It should have just happened to begin with, but if you got to put Carmelo Hayes down one more time to Wesley to be done with it and then move him up, so be it.
0: Uh, I just want to say one more thing. Now that I've turned 43, I've decided this is my – this is my resolution for turning 43, okay?
2: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: I will no longer use any slang introduced from here on out.
2: So, guess, I need a, an example of this. What, what are you not going like,
0: to use? I've said, I've said the phrase a couple times, give somebody their flowers, and I always feel like a big poser when I say it because it was probably introduced when I was 41. Probably. And I'm like, God damn, I just feel like an idiot when I say this. Or, when, like, when a friend of mine recently said, a friend of yours too, Matt White, recently said to me, no cap. And I okay, was like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. dude, you, you, yeah. can't, you can't say no cap. He,
2: he, he's a teacher, so he's around that shit, so. <laughs> you
1: can't, you can't say no, he's he's
2: probably the one person. That would, he,
0: be, that would be like my dad saying something is fire. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like I, I go to my parents' house and my dad's like, uh. Did you watch the new Ken Burns uh, Holocaust documentary on PBS? It was fire. He's
1: like, Uh, yo, word is bond. Ken Burns documentary,
3: word is bond. I got
0: to pee on that one. (laughs) I'm just done using slang like that. I'm done trying to use slang. I'm not going to say, so any slang that's introduced from here on out, I'm done. I was That's born, so
3: funny. I was born in seventy nine. Are you gonna like?
0: It's twenty twenty two.
3: Etymology and make sure that it reaches a threshold of twenty twenty two. Like no, November twenty twenty
0: two. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, you know, I'm going It's. It's like Scalia talked about pornography. You know it when you see it. You know what I mean? It's like I'll. Ah. I'll know when I see something. You won't have heard it before. Because I wouldn't have heard it before. I certainly wouldn't have heard of anybody my age or older that said it. And really, it's the given, 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 given him his flowers. That's the one that really broke it for me. I'm like, ah, God, I feel so stupid when I like the couple times I've said it. I'm just done with it. Anyway, that's my pledge. It's like,
3: it's like it's as old as like powdering his wigs.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hey, uh,
2: oh, that's great. Oh
0: my God, did you see the shit on Twitter this week about like old people buying Taylor Swift? What like, tickets and like they're arguing with all the young people about like we should be allowed to listen to Taylor Swift too. It's like oh my god, it's like you people just fucking. <laughs> suck. We're arguing about Memphis, Taylor Swift? We managed. We managed to get some. <laughs> oh, did you guys? Good for you. Fuck those young people. Yeah. I guess you're bringing young yeah. people with you. So. Yeah, probably. We are. I'm bringing a ten year old. Oh Jesus. Nah, that's cool. God I mean, good you. for good for you. God bless you. Oh, this Merry could be Christmas, Stella. Yeah. Oh, I hope she doesn't. We've heard a lot last week.
2: She fucking
0: loved it. Oh, how was Lizzo? Uh, apparently amazing. Aaron saw Lizzo. Although, Aaron saw Lizzo at the pageant and like okay, apparently okay. she
2: does a good fucking she, concert.
0: Yeah, but like now she's doing like arenas, like see her at the pageant that has a capacity of seventeen hundred right. or something.
1: Yeah, apparently yeah. she. That the was the last time she was in St. Louis.
0: Yeah, it sounded it sounded cool. Uh, without turning this into a Lizzo
3: podcast, uh, my daughter. It was so funny, I, I managed to, a friend of mine gave me suite tickets for them, so like they went, we found a suite. It was her first concert experience. She had an amazing time. Uh, there was an opener whose name was, I think, Lotto. I'm too old to know. It was Jesus. like a female rapper. That's what I'm and, trying to avoid. Uh, she, uh, like I texted my wife, I was like, how's the show? And she's like, "She's like it's good. She's like, Lotto is on. She's like, lots of ter- twerking and lots of cussing. Stella thinks it's funny. And then she's like, <laughs> She texted me later and she's like, Now all the backup dancers have big signs with the word pussy on them in bright pink.
2: Oh no. Tara
3: like, I did-
0: don't think Stella has noticed. Tara didn't say lotto cursing and lotto torquing.
2: <sighs> yeah, good call. Oh man. Yeah. It was good right call. there. See, this, yeah. this is what, this is what yeah. happens when
0: you're 43. You go for the punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going to do it for our three count. That was right there. Okay, boys. Big pay-per-view this week. I'm going to take this. a big rip of this weed right now. Oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit the wrong button before you do that shit.
0: <laughs> it was good while it lasted.
2: <laughs> and now it begins. <laughs> the, the, the decline of downhill of Ban from Ringside will commence in about 15 seconds, give or
0: take. Do you remember when Zach... Made that joke about the clown through the desert, <laughs> and we're worried about what I've been doing. I I've, in, I've ingested hundreds
3: of milligrams of cannabis today, so I apologize.
0: Hundreds of milligrams. God, I love you. All right, boys. So, Jack, I'm just kidding. That was a really good metaphor. Uh, so,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> quickly as he hit the weed, like you know, hey, 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 I was, have, I was fucking with you, right?
0: <laughs> we have 11 matches. Let's do it. Tony Khan saying he's going to keep this tight.
2: Whatever. I'm going to call
0: bullshit. Yeah. It's going to be five hours. <laughs> it's going to be five hours. It's
2: going to take me two days to watch this shit. I'm going to watch the first three. I will not be adults. watching
0: it live. What? I will be playing poker in my friend's house.
2: Okay. That, that's fair enough. That's fair enough.
0: Can I hold them? We just play like dealer's choice. Okay. Pretty much so. Um, but That's it, even better. Yeah, I know. It's going to be tons of fun. I've been looking forward to it for a while. So. Um, let's start off Joke with. Gambling, let's start off with something a little easy. Okay, please we'll into it a little bit. We got Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose for the TBS Championship. Zach, who you got?
3: Uh, hundred percent Jade Cargill. I don't have a lot to say about this except I hated the build because I hate the the feel the belt gimmick. Um, that's all I have to say.
2: I agree with you on this one. Uh, it's Jade. It 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 makes too much sense. It's, it kind of disappoints me the way that nyla rose has been uh presented here but like i said last week i, I still find her entertaining and funny in this in the scenario where it's not wrestling but in this scenario i'm just i'm just disappointed in it the bothers
0: fact that you the way nyla rose has been presented
2: she's a former world champion she shouldn't have to steal tiles to get a title shot
0: it, it's it's dumb and nobody talks about it, nobody cares about it anymore everybody's waiting for your uh, Jade Cargill to move on to the next thing I'm, t- I'm taking Jade Cargill as well um, Let's move on to Sting and Darby Allen uh, Versus Jeff Jarrett, Double J And Jay Lethal I'll go first here Sting and Darby Allen almost never lose
2: Shit, I don't think they've lost uh, tag no team. They
0: never lose Okay, that's what I was going to say They are
2: undefeated as a tag team
0: uh, We haven't seen either one of them well, we definitely haven't seen Stink for a while. We saw Darby Allin... Missing
2: weeks, pieces.
0: Within the last month yeah. or so. He yeah. lo- But he lost. Yeah. To...
2: It was he a did, singles match, and I can't think of... Or
0: Listen, was it
2: Lethal? I think it was Jay Lethal. Lethal was his last match, and I think he almost... I think he won that, and that set up another Jay Lethal-Darby match. I kind of
0: felt like getting cute on this one. I'm not going to. I'm going Sting and Darby Allen. Fuck no.
2: I agree with you, man. I mean... Two said it, and I kind of thought it that I can't think of a Sting-Darby-Allen match, tag team match that they lost. They've all been kind they of— They've never a, lost. They've all been—I shouldn't say all been, but they've been special attractions for the most part. So that's
0: a stat, Zach?
2: Yeah.
3: I, I'm like confident about I'm
2: it. I'm very confident they have they have not lost a tag team match since they've been together in AEW. I'm gonna take that, I'm gonna run with it, I'm gonna take Sting and Darby Allen.
3: I honestly don't expect Sting to lose a match. Uh until, until the very last end. Match. Yep <laughs> Yep. I agree with
1: I you mean, totally. Sting,
3: like Tony Khan is the same age as me and uh I mean like I'm like almost as successful as Tony Khan. It's like it's it's like neck and neck, but I'd rather hang out with you right now.
0: <laughs> I think you can book but, better uh, than Tony wait, from time to time. Wait, he's got tons of money though.
3: Yeah, there yeah. you go. He'd pay for everything,
0: where and we, I do not. Uh, I guess it depends on where we're.
3: we're
2: hanging both, out. Yeah, out yeah. we say, if we, so, if we're hanging some that's cheap, if we're hanging out at my house.
0: I'd rather hang out with Zach. <laughs> if if we're hanging out around Europe,
2: <laughs> I'm with TK. I'm with TK. <laughs> yeah. Good
3: call. Good call. Me too. No offense But uh, you know He's such a huge Sting fan uh, And Sting has been Literally perfect uh, There's never been A more perfect legend uh, Even like Terry Funk uh, You know whatever Like, mm. I'm not talking super late Terry Funk But like
2: When Terry it Funk came back like- Against Ric Flair And uh, like in the late 80s Or whatever That was like the For me That was the next Incarnation of Terry Funk um, This is before ECW him and that uh, Ric Flair had a really good feud in the late '80s.
0: Sting has been oh, used. 100%. Sting has been used perfectly in AEW. Agreed. He has been treated like a legend. Agreed. But he also seems. And Darby, but Darby Allen, he, like, what a perfect pairing! Yes, he also seems like he's Darby Allen's sidekick, as opposed to the other way around. <laughs> Darby Allen fights a lot more. Sting is the established guy. I mean, they're both killer bros.
1: <laughs> I did love hearing. You say it's Showtime, I did,
2: baby. I, that's fair.
3: Uh, yeah, that's fair and funny. But the, actually, their mystique—like they've got the charisma. At least you know it's—it's it's amazing to get over Chris. You know, charismatically without a promo. Uh, but I—I I did appreciate. I heard Darby Allen uh, give an interview, and I assume. This is pretty accurate. Uh,
2: I wish you could I see the look know. on his face right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. He basically said he was, like, getting dressed in, like, the boiler room and shit. And I'm like, I can imagine this happening. And Sting was like, no, hey, man, I'm, like,
2: come
1: on, are with room. me now. <laughs>
3: like, I've got a dressing room, like, we're a team, like, you're with me. And, like, literally taking him under his wing and be like, get out of the boiler room and, like, come to my... 'Cause you know Sting has like his own dressing room. He's I, not in the locker room with the boys.
0: I, I guess I should clarify. When I say that it seems like Darby like Sting is Darby Allen's sidekick instead of the other way around. Sting has done a very good job of putting Darby Allen up front, first and foremost. For like sure. he's like, I'm I'm his and that might be because Sting doesn't fight singles matches on He's on, fucking sixty three. I, I know. That I'm just saying it seems like he, Sting has done this tremendous job of putting Darby Allin front and center in terms of their team. Like, this is the guy that fights singles matches. This is the guy that competes for titles. And, um, I mean, I, I mean there's no... I'm just it, in case. It's been done perfectly. Yeah,
2: without question. When, in, in a scenario with this, in a Vince McMahon regime, if this was WWE, Sting would be up front, out, for, out front, Before anybody else, Darby Allen has gotten as much out of this partnership as Sting has gotten out of it. All
0: right, so everybody takes Sting and Darby Allen, everybody takes Jade. I'm going to skip the Eliminator match just because we don't know what's going to happen. I will say, though, Ethan Page. It's Ethan Page or Ricky Starks. That's why I expect to be in the finals. the finals. That's the finals. That's why I expect to be in the finals.
2: I'll go this far. I'll take uh, Ethan Page to win the finals.
0: That's not on the record, but okay. No, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll put it on the record right now.
0: Okay, so you're taking Ethan Page. I'll take Ethan Page Is to it win it, stone it all. Stone Cold Lead Pipe. No, Lock no, 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 it's
2: not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'll tell you what. No, it's not.
0: The first time I've ever said Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. I said bros clay was going to be world champion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's not on record. We don't have that. We don't have that. The fact that I even. And guess what? (laughs) And guess what? Guess what? It happened. The fact that we even bring this up and we acknowledge it should be enough. Okay. Let's not push this shit. Okay. Zach. Not only
0: that, he's going to speak out against vaccination. (laughs) Fuck. I took. I was going to go piss. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright we're moving on What's the next Do you have Ethan Page, Ricky Starks Or somebody else
2: For the um, Eliminator final
0: No yeah I mean Ethan Page all the way Yeah, I'll take Ricky Starks uh, So uh, I'm not mad about it We have Jungle Boy <laughs> Versus Luchasaurus JCB who you got
2: Speaking of Fuse that should end at some point This is one of them fuses you know a lot of it is around circled around christian and the fact that he's hurt and you can't really just blow this feud off because it's it's not really about luchasaurus it's about christian and uh jungle boy i'm gonna take jungle boy on this one um i thought this would might be a a handicap match uh so that way you can at least push this over the finish line, if you will, for a lack of a better term, and have Jungle Boy move over, have Christian move along, Luchasaurus as well. Apparently he's coming into this match with some sort of arm injury, something to look out for on that. Um, when it's all said and done, like I said, to me, this is all about Jungle Boy at least beating Luchasaurus. I'm, I'm sure that Jungle Boy and Christian are gonna have their match at some point. But for now, I'll take Jungle Boy in the Steel Cage to win. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he's going to do it.
3: Zach, who you got? I got Jungle Boy. I really wish they would have moved away from this whenever Christian was going to be out for so long. Mm-hmm. I don't see any end in sight, but uh, Jungle Boy should win this.
0: Uh, that that couldn't have said it better myself than what Zach just said. They should have put it, it on hiatus. Just move Luchasaurus back with Jungle Boy after Christian got hurt, and then you can revisit it. At the same time, I think that th- that's what they're going to do here. Like, I think that Jungle Boy goes over. Okay. And then they're going to wait for Christian to heal up. If Christian could fight in the next month, then I wouldn't be surprised if Luchasaurus won, I guess. Actually, I would be. No, I, I'm would, take, I'm, I would still be surprised. I'm, ta- I'm taking Jungle Boy.
2: No, Jungle hopefully, Boy is the smartest.
0: Ho- hopefully, we get Christian versus Jungle Boy. At some, at some time, point
2: in 2023. Sometime
0: in the near future. But if not, Jungle Boy has to move on because as well as he's positioned here and as good as he comes off here and as over as he is, he's got to move on to something
2: Agreed. else. Agreed. Agreed. As I say, whether it's TNT title, world title, something.
0: So put him against Jericho Appreciation Society. I don't care. Yes. I don't care. Put yeah. him against fucking it, Samoa Joe. It's, it's put him time. against anybody.
2: It is time for put Jungle Boy to move on. Put him
0: against fucking ROH, you know? Put
2: him against Dana Bryant.
3: Uh, let's get Jungle Boy versus Christian in an Iron Eliminator
2: match. <laughs> it's just the two of them. <laughs>
0: Survivor Challenge. But they, they both get, or... there's a double count out. They both <laughs> in the belly box. Just they got the same amount of each pins. Other. <laughs> I'm like, God uh, damn it. So for the interim AEW Women's Heavyweight Championship, we have our World Championship. We have Tony Storm versus Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater is in the kind of spot right now where kind of like the acclaim, not exactly like the acclaim, but she is naturally over she is organically over the crowd is way into jamie hater a lot of moving parts on this one it kind of depends on what happens with brit breaker and saraya or it or the ending of that depends on what happens here it's a tough one so it being so tough i'm gonna go with the champ and i'm going to go with tony storm
2: here's my stone cold lead pipe lock of the week i keep saying it until you say something different Toy Storm wins until Thunder Rosa comes back.
3: I've got some interesting pod arriving presently. Bro? I'm picking Jamie Hayter. Love it. Love it. Specifically because she is so over and because we want to kind of give a paradigm shift to this interim title situation where it is not just a holding pattern. It is given a opportunity to show this can also
2: change hands. So. Can, can I say something in rebuttal? Oh yeah, go ahead. I did hear an interesting rumor. Oh, I did see the interesting rumor on Twitter today that Tony Khan might just anoint Tony Storm as the undisputed world champion because obviously Thunder Rosa is not coming back. Not better
1: there's
3: like a time
2: limit situation. Well, yeah, at a certain point, you know, they said it, I guess it was on Wednesday that uh, it was like the seventh or eighth title offense for Tony Storm. I mean, damn. At a yeah, certain, she's a fighting champ. At a, okay. So that is
0: interim champ.
2: No. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. A, I put this on the Twitter on our uh, on BFR pod on Twitter. I uh, put the pod or uh, the uh, the poll out there. Is the interim championship or good or bad idea? It was a hundred odd votes. Eighty-five percent said no. I'll take the, take it for what it's worth. For Tony Storm, Man, people. For Tony Storm, how
3: many, how many of those voters owned land or property? <laughs>
2: God damn it! I got to do a second poll on that one. I'll just say this: for Tony Storm to have seven, eight, nine defenses, right? That was horrible. By the way, for Tony Storm to have those amount of defenses and still be interim champion is a problem. You don't have people wanting to invest in an interim champion because they're, it's not the champion. That's why I'm taking Tony Storm on this one. I love Jamie Hader. I love her. You, that is my girl. But until you settle this scenario, whether Tony Storm's the champion or not, she's going to hold the title until you decide whether or not she's the champion, the undisputed. Champion Man, or not?
0: I, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I apologize to the listening audience. I got Jason started on the interim nope, championship I'm done. thing again. No, I'm done. It just, it, no, when I'm he gets, done. When he starts up, he, no, I'm done. He just can't. He gets so worked up about
2: it's it. It's it's a silly idea. So I'm sorry. let's
0: move on to the other women's match, which is beyond or not beyond. <laughs> sorry, I have BB written. <laughs> sorry, Britt Baker. I have BB written.
2: You do have BB written. So or
0: Braun Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> I have that. as Braun B. B. Also. Breaker versus Sare. Man, let's do Dude, it you gotta be careful When you get getting All the BS's And the SB's <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart Sasha
2: Banks. Banks
1: Braun
0: Strowman
2: That's BS <laughs> What are we In oh, favor
0: of SB and BS
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unprofessional
0: boy, yeah. What What Why why I, did that on I accident. said BS I did that on accident Actually <laughs> Okay so Britt Baker Versus Soraya um, Britt Baker cuts a Pure babyface promo It's a babyface promo uh, Jason I'll let you go first What you got
2: I would be the first to say that I was not on board with this match up into the like the last couple of weeks. Soraya and Britt together, and then Soraya and Britt separately. Britt is coming off as more and more of the baby face in this scenario. I don't think that's a good, bad, or indifferent. I just that's just my opinion on it. Pinning me down. Ugh, fuck. I'm gonna take Brick Baker just because it's it's the establishment it's the safe pick i would not be surprised to see soraya win this match but it's been five years i'm Rich not sure
0: man, five years I, i'm it's not sure. wrestling match
2: I, i'm not sure what we're gonna see from soraya after uh, a five-year hiatus ring rust is a thing timing is a thing so as much as i like to see them in a promo battle ultimately this is going to come down into the ring and that's what wrestling is all about I'm going to take Britt Baker to win
0: Zach who you got man I'm glad you mentioned the promo because it was awesome
3: she did a fantastic job just like speaking right into the camera uh, cutting up your baby face promo Serena's really good.
0: rebuttal was pretty good too She's like, it I'm felt si- like more hewish like,
2: than anything
3: else yeah but
0: she was like I'm sick of fucking talking she's like I'll see, I'll see you Saturday
2: I oh. will say okay
0: I would, like, I would like to take
3: Jason's pick, but I have a hard time thinking that Tony Khan signed no, that much money I agree. to get her, and she's losing her first match. So I'm just going to pick Soraya because I'm picking with my brain and not my heart here.
0: Okay, I'm going to take Britt Baker, and the reason is... Well, Britt Baker's losing. You've seen the week that I've had with predictions, right? This is a true story. True story. I apologize. The reason I'm taking Britt Baker is because I, Soraya considers herself such a mind. Oh, man, she's been in the business for so long, since she was 13 or whatever. I bet that Soraya goes to Tony Khan and goes, it makes more sense to have Britt Baker go over, especially if Jamie Hader's not going to go over, which I didn't pick her to go over. So if Jamie Hader loses and Britt Baker wins, then you can keep, then we can finally build up to the Jamie Hader versus Britt Baker shit. Like, there's lots of, there's so many different ways you can go with this, though. I know. It didn't make much sense. Okay. It made that's sense not- <laughs> it made sense you see my, me over here like. It made sense y- in my head. One, two, three, 17, 18. Wait, we, we missed some dots. <laughs> it, but, I mean, there's lots of different ways you can go here because we don't know which match is going to go first. There's so many different ways you can book it. If you have Jamie Hayter win the championship. She's not winning. You could have Britt Baker lose. And or you could have Britt Baker lose first, and then go after Jamie Hader and ruin it for Jamie Hader. Like, there's tons of shit that you can do, just in terms of in what order
2: they put the matches in.
3: This is this is Bill. He's like M O O N. That's <laughs> the women's wrestling.
2: Okay, but you too weird. You see what I'm saying, right? I mean, I honestly think that there's
3: I, like, I one like match like is a slam dunk, because,
2: the other is not.
3: I feel like my brain fried. Uh, I was like so sure of my pick, and now I'm lost in the ether. Too much Jamie heater and
0: Brett Baker. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll bring it back. I'm like in like Inception. you uh, planted I'll, like I'll, the, plant the seeds. I'll bring it back to Earth. Okay, let's go with what is my stone-cold lead pipe uh-uh. block of the week. Uh-uh. Bro Clay is going to remain here. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the acclaimed over Swerving Our Glory. This will probably be the end of Swerving Our Glory, with the, which is just, a, just as fine. When you have... A group like the acclaimed, you have an act like the acclaimed that are as over as they are over. I mean, you saw say, guys in the World Series hitting home runs and scissor scissoring each other. Yeah, like that shit has reached. It not, I mean, not the mainstream, but it's it's out there, and no. so you, you have to keep them hot. No, it's got to be acclaimed.
2: If you're doing the scissoring in the World Series, that's mainstream.
0: That's as mainstream yeah, so as it people, gets. So many people watch. They the was scissoring Series.
3: at the World Series.
0: Yes. Yes, ooh, there, were, ooh. there were players in the dugout. After one hit a home run, he, you know, they go through the dugout and they give high five to everybody. And then two of them did the scissor me, daddy thing. It's like it's a thing, and it's and,
2: and that's to me, amazing. and yes. to me, that's a thing. Okay, that to me is as mainstream as it gets.
0: If and it's strange that like a group of people as highbrow as professional baseball players <laughs> watch professional wrestling. It's like so impossible that, that would be no, that, that
2: that that totally doesn't surprise you. Yeah, they're the dumbest
0: motherfuckers in the world. Baseball players are so dumb. I tried to two sweet a guy at Bush
3: Stadium. I was at a Cardinals game and he's wearing a bullet club shirt. And I tried to two sweet him and he looked at me like I was like, <laughs> I felt I was I don't know if I've ever been angrier.
1: I saw a
0: guy at a at a at the Black Pumas concert at the pageant and he was wearing a New Japan shirt and I was like fuck yeah Okada right? He looked at me. He was like, "Okada, Okada." It's like we were like moving past each other through the crowd. <laughs> Okada, oh, and right, channel. No, you know, it's just me. And him, right? It was just me and him. It was the exact opposite experience that Zach just described. <laughs> <laughs> it's Like the guy was wearing New Japan shirt. I was like, "Okada, right?" And he's like, "Oh O-ka-da! Okada. Oh God."
2: <laughs> you, you, Chad, and Okada. is like, what uh, the fuck are these guys talking about? You should pass in the night. <laughs> I am going to take uh, shit. What's the match again? Acclaimed. Acclaimed yeah, I'll take the Acclaimed. Uh, it's, it's a long time for Keith Lee and uh, Swerve to break up. I'm, I'm waiting for it, and from that point, I want to see Swerve and Keith Lee battle into 2023.
0: Zach, I got you chalked up for the Acclaimed. Scissor me, Daddy. Yep. Uh, you should have seen my wife's reaction last night when it was on, and they were like, scissor me, Daddy, and they were doing all the scissor stuff, and my wife was like, It's a porn term, right? (laughs) And I was like, "Eh." "I
1: was like, yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's my little delicate flower. (laughs) Never heard of anything. Okay, so let's go to search history. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
2: search history. Delete.
0: (laughs) Oh, here's my porn hub history. It's like hand job understanding. Just be nice to me, Andrew. <laughs> Way different from my porn harms, sir. us go y- ahead. Stop yelling. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> stop yelling.
2: That's the porn I want to see. Stop yelling, and then it turns into sex. Okay, fair enough. Just a POV. It's like,
0: can you stop yelling at me? And she's like, oh, yeah. Lay <laughs> Lay back. <laughs> HJ time. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's go to the ROH World Championship. We got Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio, and Sammy Guevara in a... uh, This is a fatal four-way. This is not an elimination match. So... Good. You can... We're doing the thing. So Jericho can... Yeah, we're doing the thing. So Jericho can lose it without getting pinned. Um, Jason, do you, would you like to go first? Are we doing Lisa first, or are we do Lisa first?
2: Okay, so then I'm gonna take Sammy Guevara as least likely to win. I know they are teased, you know, some sort of uh, treachery fuckery going around. I just don't see that happening. Uh, I'm gonna go Cardio as number three. Um, him him winning on Wednesday doesn't necessarily mean he's not gonna win, but I'm just going on the WWE um, aspect of things. If you win on the go home show it means you probably won't win on the actual pay per view. So, so now Jericho done, versus Danielson, uh, either or would be good if you want to sign a a long term deal with a company that can stream. Go ahead.
0: Can I ask a question that might affect your opinion? Yeah but isn't there a pay-per-view coming up soon that's a ring of honor pay-per-view
2: final battle is December 10th,
0: if I'm not mistaken. So real soon.
2: Yeah, very soon. Um, champion, whoever wins is going to defend against somebody else. I don't think it matters one way or the other. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to take Danielson and two. I'm going to take Chris Jericho to retain. Um, no real rhyme or reason to it. Um, I just think that Chris Jericho is the guy that Tony Khan trusts the most. Um, it's just something to it. I just I'll go with that as the as my picks. I'll go Jericho one, Danielson two, oh shit, Cardio three, and then your boy Sammy Guevara number four. Two beer. Who you got?
3: The exact
2: same thing. Sammy That's is very four.
3: Compelling, but, yeah, Sammy four, Deladio three, Nielsen two, Jericho one. You laid it out similar to what
2: I think. I don't have to expand on it anymore. Ooh, shit. Okay. This shit's starting to get a little interesting, baby. I see one, two, three matches left. I'm going to let the, uh, the the birthday boy come back and finish this off. Um, two beer agrees with me. I put it on the right-hand side, correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so nice. I did the. I went the same as you guys. Even though apparently there's rumors that Guevara is going to win this, I don't believe those rumors. I got. That'd be wild. I got. It would be, It would. It would actually be pretty dumb, kayfabe style kayfabe and style. and shoot style. It would be dumb. Um, Who I got came up with those rumors
1: like my ringside news.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't even know. Like, I I'll don't go even, with
2: ringside news for hundred, Alex.
0: When, I, when I'm on wrestling Twitter, like my eyes glaze over. I just I don't even know what I'm reading. But I gotta say I fucking
3: I hope Elon Musk just fucking kills it. It's a, apparently I, he's I, I locked apparently
0: on. uh he has locked the doors at headquarters until the twenty first of November <laughs> and has sent No, serious, and he's and everybody has been informed that their badges no longer work until the twenty first of November. So nobody. Everybody
3: knows, knows to find us. Uh, I'll still have my Facebook account for all my my old people, like relatives. So like you can find us on friends of BFR. But like Twitter's a fucking cesspool, and uh, it's so fun watching it just fucking implode.
0: So I I made my Friendster account back in two thousand and four. So you can find me on Friendster. F- yeah, Friendster. Yeah, you don't know what Friendster is? I mean, it was before. Is that know. like? Is that like Woot? It was before MySpace. Or, but you can find me. You can find me on my Friendster account if Twitter gets shut down. You can find me there and my uh my handle is Charlie Sheen69.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I got same movie. Same The only bummer about Twitter going
3: down would be the, the removal of Glenn
0: Salsa. Oh man, I yeah. Oh my old my old alt, Glenn Salsa, he was just a perverted fifty year old. Jesus. Mind, his biography. Perverted
3: bisexual fifty-year-old.
0: Yeah, it was my his his bio was, I came up with one night when I was stoned, believe it or not. Shocker. Was, my thirties were for working. My forties were for jerking. My fifties are for fucking bring on the gashes.
2: (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Wrap it up. Hit the outro music. We're over.
0: (laughs) Okay. I got Sam Aguirre last, Claudio third, and then I have Chris Jericho, and then I have Brian Danielson as... The oh, nice. winner, just because that's really what I want to see, and I think that we've ran our course with this Brian Danielson going into final battle as ROH champion.
2: No problem with that. Would be
0: way cooler than Jericho, even if it's even if it's just even if you ran it back and yeah, Jericho even if as just, the challenger. Even if you're just trolling as a Booker, it still makes more sense to have Danielson. So I no want problem, Danielson. You know to win. And then I'll probably and then I'll earned. probably buy Bri- final day buy the. Then I'll probably buy final battle.
2: What the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> We get uh, that shit for free baby <laughs> here, Here's
0: where
3: the flaw in your plan is Danielson will never go on Fox News
1: mm. So
0: uh, Look at it's you Billy Corgan's not booking this match
2: This motherfucker <sighs> Fuck Billy Corgan Man,
0: Me and Billy Corgan have a lot in common I <laughs> think Y'all both get that <laughs> ass beat no, we, Both of our names are Bill,
1: <laughs> And that's about <laughs> it
0: we both play shitty guitars in big <laughs> bands. <laughs> and we both love pro wrestling. And we both love uh, Bruce Clay. So, Obviously, I mean,
2: four things. There you go. Who yeah. the dunk it?
0: I got a better head of hair. This is true. Uh, okay, so we got Powerhouse Hobbs versus Samoa Joe versus Wardlow for the B-b-b- TNT Powerhouse. title. It's been a while since Zach has gone first. Zach, give it to me. Least two first.
3: Oh man, this one's a little bit tough. I'm gonna go with the um, Mojo at bottom. Mm. I'm gonna go Wardlow in the middle and I'm gonna go house Hobbs to take it because Love it. It's been a little stale when you change things up and uh, Hobbs is real good and I think this is like a thing where you see how he does and give it give him a, give him
0: a run. I love the pick. That's not what I'm taking. I am I am also taking Samojo last. I'm taking Powerhouse Powerhouse Hobbs second. I'm taking Wardlow first. This is another thing that greatly hinges on the way the main event goes. Because if MJF wins, I could definitely see them putting the TNT title on Powerhouse Hobbs so that it frees Wardlow up to be MJF's first. He's challenger perfect first challenger oh my god but so uh, but i also think ricky starks would also be a perfect first challenger for mjf because it's got to be somebody that you like that you that you don't expect to win
3: well it, think about what wardlow did last time like before we saw wardlow wardlow just demolished mjf like i just he all he did was power him.
1: That's,
3: that's an amazing first pick for for a challenger
0: i just saw jason's Mind change like <laughs> four times within <through laughs> fifteen seconds as you and me as you and me like hash that out for him. Oh
2: my
1: god, yeah, god. Yeah. Jesus! As god. we hash that out for him, i like, was like, man, oh, I'm glad was, I'm going last. He's like, oh, that's a good point, well That's, yeah, that's a good, good point. Ooh, that's a really good
0: point.
2: Fuck me on running. Uh, so I think that, I
0: think that uh, I think that Zach and I pretty much think the exact same thing, but we just went slightly different predictions. <sighs> Either way, it's a good place to be. Which this triple threat actually makes so much sense. It
2: makes a ton of sense. Okay, I'm not going to change. I'm going to take Powerhouse two or Powerhouse three. I just it it pains me to even do this because I think he's going to be a champion at some point. You're taking Powerhouse least least likely to win because I think he. It wouldn't surprise me if he won, and if he did win i I would be happy for it. There's nobody I'll go this far. There's nobody that that's going to win that I'll be like, oh, they shouldn't have won or I don't like them, whatever the case may be. I like all three. Um
0: kind of like this week's Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. Like I'm cool with all three
1: of
2: them. Okay, I'll I'll let you go on Jeopardy on that one. Uh, I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take Samoa Joe as two. Um it makes sense if he wins or if he doesn't win. He's in a good spot. Samoa Joe's not going anywhere. He's, he's fine. He's over. No big deal. I'm going to take Warlow to retain. It doesn't have anything to do with my pick um, for the world title. I just think that it's... Warlow just hasn't had a nice little run with the TNT title just yet, so that's the only rationale I have for it. So Warlow 1, Samoa Joe 2, Powerhouse out of 3.
0: Three different picks there All of our second picks are Different uh, So, we got the two big ones The two big ones left Happy birthday Thank you, happy birthday to you Thank So you. we have Death Triangle Versus, this was just announced the other night Versus the Elite In what Zach and I have already Proclaimed to be the best match The match of the night uh, <sighs> I'll go first oh, God damn. Uh, I'll go first <laughs> I don't Oh know how they do it I honestly part of me is part of me wants to say it wouldn't be a very good look for the elite to come back in night one to be like hey thanks for holding our belts for us now. <laughs> now we're <taking> it back. <laughs> right you still yes. right yes sir but yes how, sir but, but who but how do you make the elite lose Booze. this i guess you can tell the story where they're rusty they've already done it with uh, Kenny, Kenny Omega a little bit recently, a little bit. But still my, my heart tells me that it, it's just gotta be I am gonna go with my instinct, I'm gonna go death triangle. You got the
2: Jason. elite. The the elite. They're coming back as a baby face. It's Pac is basically gonna be a heel kind of moving forward because he's all about the bell hammer and trying to flip the Lucha brothers into his way of thinking. This is a two-part story It's the, the biggest story is the Elite coming back And getting the titles that they never lost And number two is Pac breaking up Death Triangle where Mucha Brothers go one way, Pac goes the other I got the Elite
3: Zach, who you got? This is my lead-cold Uh-oh. stone pipe Block of the week i picking the Elite Okay And
2: Whew. What's that? No, go ahead and finish, and then I'll, I'll say what I want to say here in there a little bit.
3: Uh, just because uh, part of it, Jason mentioned, uh, you know, they kind of teased the split with Death Triangle. Uh, part of it is just uh, it's the elite returning. you got to get them just back in the game. you got to solidify them as like, the top of the top, the creme to the creme. I will also throw a little bit of uh, a little side bet. There's no money on the line, but side bet action. I think the elite are going to come out to carry on my wayward son uh that's just a they they filed a trademark for the wayward <laughs> son and then abandon it i just think they want to come out to that music i think they'll just pay money to come out to that music so uh, i think it's going to be cool
0: no 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 Okay, so if, <laughs> if like, <am> I, exactly, <laughs> that's the music from "Carry On My Wayward t- you, you act like I know that
2: song. You uh, act like I know that song. You know I don't.
0: So, if, don't? am I? Uh, am no, I, am I'm I, black. Am I completely out on a limb here, thinking that that Triangle gonna win? Like, is that like a stupid?
2: I don't think it's stupid, but I think it's 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 gonna be a stretch. It's the elite is the elite. I mean, it's Omegas, it's the Bucks, it's it's guys that. That you want on the card, one on the roster at all times. They're top guys. No disrespect to FTR when I say that, but they're top guys. So yeah, you want them to be on the card, moving forward as champions.
0: All right, let's go to the main event. We have John Moxley, reigning champion, versus Maxwell Jacob Freeman Oh, <sighs> fuck my life. Uh, I I want. Uh, who wants to go first?
1: Jason, I want you to
0: go first. I feel like Jason more than anything, and more than anybody else, like sits back and benefits from other people discussing. No,
2: I'll go first. I will go first. I have no problem with this. I am. I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to waver. I have said this from the start, and I'm going to take it down to the finish. I'm taking MJF to win it. I'm taking. On, on top of this, I'm saying that. William Regal is going to help him win this You have never seen William Regal in the ring On a John Moxley promo Until this week And he was literally in the middle The last two weeks Okay fine But he was literally in the middle Where you see Moxley on one side And you see MGF on the other And you see Regal in the middle That was
0: very purposeful
2: Thank you So that being said I don't know how we get there but
0: I think William Regal, I think Regal, Regal slides in the brass knucks or the diamond ring. That's I what was I was going to say. I,
2: the brass knucks was to me the way I thought they were going to go because last night Regal had the brass knucks in his hand just in case MGF wanted to get a little cute. I got my shit in my left. I will bust you up. I think ultimately somehow that comes back into play again. It's a lot of shit that's – that we've seen before that will come out and play out on Saturday night. I got MJF in New Jersey to win the AEW Championship. I'm not saying that John Moxley deserves to lose it. I'm a firm believe that John Moxley needs to run the table for this title for a little bit. And I've said that for a long, long time. But I agree with Bill, especially when you have scenarios like this with the Elite, CM Punk, where you got dream matches that we all want to see and we don't get to see there's certain times where you need to pull the trigger and make this shit happen this is one of them times this is it. it, it it's MJF I'm going to just say it like that MJF wins the title exactly. yeah
3: William Regal had the brass knuck. if you look real closely it was a controlled demolition there was like explosions before the plane hit the tower therefore this is MJF
2: winning the championship. Does Regal help him win it?
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got deep in the conspiracy theory there. Uh yes. William Regal helped him.
2: Okay. I just I just I don't want to be the only guy on this island that says that nope, Reg- Regal not. is gonna be flipping on <laughs> oh, no I'm not. Draft, just right? in this what, in this school podcast we have going so on. So Zach here. took MJF? Yes sir.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So. And that was I mean
3: every single time Moxley that he's lost he doesn't lose cleanly right he's very protective Regal turning on him is like the perfect way for him to lose this title
0: alright so I think that Re- I, I agree with you guys that Regal is going to involve himself in this uh, I don't know if that's the end of the Blackpool Combat Club oh that that should be the end I really don't care I mean the Blackpool Combat Club was a super cool name for a super cool team that they I mean it felt like Moxley didn't even feel like being a part of it uh, I'm not saying that's true or it's not. But anyway, I'm also taking MJF. Mm. I am saying uh, that Regal gets involved. I'll also say this. That the other night... MJF came in and he saved John Moxley. We talked about how I didn't really like the, the way it went down. But whatever. But the thing that MJF said... At the beginning of his promo, he goes, I can see that you're lying there, John. Hopefully, you're in a lot of pain. pain." Do you know where that's from? No. That's from the Pipe Bomb promo. That's the first thing Punk came out and said to John Cena as he got, because he went through the table with, what was it, R-Truth, right? (laughs) I had no idea. And CM Punk said to him, "I I see you lying there, John, hopefully in a lot of pain. MJF said the exact same thing. So
2: that's pretty deep.
0: Yeah, MJF said, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. That's now, a one. Somebody like MJF, who's 26 years old, probably think that that's a really cool line. But that's a line, the first time I ever heard that line was in The Usual Suspects. Mm. And I was old enough to have had sex and get high before a movie. <laughs> When I saw that movie, the theater. So it's not <laughs> as impressive to me. MJF, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Stop saying hey, Stop, stop, stop. It's stop, not stop, that stop. cool of a thing to say. Kevin Spacey yeah. said that 25 years ago in a movie. 26 Kaiser years Silver. ago in a movie. Yeah,
2: Kaiser say. Yeah, right. Did you have sex and have, get high before that movie? That's all I want to know. That's
0: all I want to know. No, ninety-five. Fuck. Shit. No, no, I definitely Damn. got five. <laughs> the point stands. 10 years old. <laughs> the point stands. The point stands. Everybody. So he came out either, and he says, "The greatest trick the devil pulled was convince the world he didn't exist." So, I think that he's going to cut a pro. I think that he's going to win Saturday night. He's going to cut a promo next Wednesday. It says, "You thought I was the devil. I was talking about William Regal was the devil, and he convinced the world he didn't exist." But if I were going to take it a step further, Mm-mm. because he started that promo with CM Punk, I think CM Punk comes out on Saturday night, helps him win, and CM Punk <laughs> is the oh, devil. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's the devil. Like that convinces the
3: world he never existed. Like, I'll give you five million dollars if you run in on the MJF boxing right. match. That's
0: what like, they've been trying to work out. That's why they're still selling Sam Punk Listen, I'm saying that they as a joke. To work out this I'm, deal. Saying that, I'm saying that as a joke. But if it happens, <laughs> yeah, you will get all oh, get the credit. You. you will get all the credit. You'd be like
2: the, the guy credit. that bet all that money on the Astros. Like <laughs> the <best laughs> fuck Negro diamonds. It's of diamonds at that point. If you, if that shit happens. I yeah, swear to God, if that shit happens, you get all the fucking credit, uh, every give, fucking credit would you give me in the world. Me the flowers? Oh, without credit, I would give you a bouquet. I'm not using that term. <laughs> That's a
1: great callback. That's so funny.
0: Good job. All right, so we all have MJF. So, looking forward to that. Like I said, I will not be watching it live. I will be at a friend's house playing poker. We do these like twice a year, and you know, I'm gonna try to convince them to. Uh, by the paper kind a of. You know,
1: I have you background. You know, hey, hey, I don't know how much you want to order
0: it. I'll give you five bucks. Like,
3: you, get a, you get a replay. Just just order it, and uh, you can watch it live, and then you get a replay. You can watch it later.
2: What, dude? W- watch wrestling. You know, you know the fucking. Uh, you don't even need my password for this shit. You know, everybody's got the internet. Watch wrestling.
0: Watch wrestling dot what it is.
2: There's multiple, but watch wrestling dot to me is the more
0: mm-hmm. Wayne, Hey everybody. Consistent. We don't have any odds and ends this week. Uh we got th- we went a really long time, but we do have some birthdays this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
0: We have uh Mako Satamura is forty three. Miss Elizabeth is sixty two. R.I.P. yes, I got that one. No,
3: I, I bet I bet she'd be a
0: hot <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Nikki Bella is thirty-nine. I did like um, bree Bella. I did like Mandy 39. Rose. You know, I'm also a hot sixty-two. Jesus Christ! Elias is thirty-five. Aaliyah. Remember when she? Remember her? Yeah, she was a yeah, WWE. She was WWE a, yeah, he was gonna push there 20. for a minute. I yeah. think that, I think that there seems like there should be something on this. Oh, it's Jason Cornelius Bell. <laughs> Jason Cornelius Bell on November 20th will Yay. be 29. 29. <laughs> 49. He was born on a leap year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Multiple leap years at 29. We will not be doing a show next week. Next week is Thanksgiving. We probably should have done our Survivor Series predictions tonight too, but. It's getting too damn cold out here, man. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll um, go like this. This uh, Survivor I'll go
2: like this. Survivor Series predictions: I expect um, Team Bianca to win. I expect um, Team Bloodline to win. Hey,
0: everybody! Even though there's tons of podcasts, can't work. Getting so me as <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar speech. You know, I'm walking you out. For Patriot Pat. Jack. Thank you very much <laughs> for the, uh, a.k.a. For Vice. For Tender Mahal. Jack. For my wife, Erin. For Double the Jack. cats. For the dog. For Double the baby. Jack. For Zach's Jack. Baby. Jack. 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 Jack, For Taylor Swift. For Jack. two. For Murray, the Murray man, Murray. Jack. I said Patriot Pat, right? Yes, at the beginning. Uh. Uh, for two beers, Zach. Uh, for Jason Squirty Bell. Black lives matter. Support your local restaurants. Check, Support check. your local weed dealers. Check. Apologies check. to Eddie Kingston. I am Bill Van. I don't know. We never forget the Bill. <laughs> the heels.
1: Boo, bitch. To build, it's cold to build the heels. <laughs> <laughs> I can't press.